and welcome to the Silent on Saturday, the 23rd of February, 2013. I think that's the year. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Robert Kemp. Your date explaining prowess is in full of days. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I was pretty certain of the date, and I knew the month. But then I was like, is it 2013? <laughs> <laughs> the season. one that doesn't change as often. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and Zachary Burgess is here. Rob was getting his word pronouncing skills going there as well. I'm just warming up. Make some, <laughs> some dramatic pauses between every word. I'm, a, I'm an old synthesizer. I need a bit of time to. He does it for emphasis. Full fact. <laughs> no, I'm not Tony Blair. Christopher Walken style. <laughs> yeah, take pauses and intonation where they really shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, they don't need to be. Indeed. Also commonly um, practiced by Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Power of Shatner. <laughs> the power of Shatner. The Shats. Like, is, that the shats? is that what he's known as? I wonder yeah. if he'll be in, um, like, because they had Leonard Nimoy in the last Star Trek film, so maybe they'll rope in. Does it have, have the whole cast <laughs> of Star Trek, like, gradually filtering yeah, into yeah, the new yeah. films one at a time through the oh, time? Yeah, if George Takei is George in there Takei, yeah, he's got to be in there. He's the one that'd be most likely up for it. Yeah, he'd be way up for it. Um, Yep. Actually, the Shats would be up for it as well. But it's like, how would, how would they put them in somewhere? Would it be like... <laughs> the same way they put Spock in? <laughs> yeah. Retardantly. Yeah. Well, in a dumb way. Do you reckon they'd see their future in some way? In the, like, it's not their future like, any longer, though. Because that's the whole point of that storyline. I know, but they'd, like, Wait, show the, they'd show the future of their current selves, and it would still be played by Shatner or something, and he'd be... I don't think... Shouting Khan repeatedly in, like, a mental hospital... <laughs> I'm sure they. <laughs> yeah, that would be a great scene. <laughs> Khan! Just... Yes, Mr. Oh, Burke, everything is Khan. <laughs> That'd be genius. <laughs> the, the slow, degrading illness of Kirk. Well, you know, got up to quite a lot in these youthful <laughs> days. Now that's assuming that Khan happens in that universe. But isn't isn't it rumored to be Khan the villain? It looks like Khan. <laughs> yeah, but that would just be the most ridiculous. Like, it's, it's like they're making sequels to the actual actual films uh, in this but, alternate universe. Yeah, it's not a sequel though. It's like it's like a reincarning of <laughs> yeah, Khan or something. But Khan would have been about before all the time fuck ups. That's true. He That's would have true. been born before. Everything yeah, but his. Like half, or like the whole reason he becomes a villain is because of Kirk, something Kirk does, and maybe he doesn't do it now in this universe because of everything else has changed. Is that right? Does he become a villain because of what Kirk does? That kind I of think so. The plot. I barely remember. I, I thought... it's like I think Kirk strands him on a planet and then buggers off, and then comes like you bastard. That's right. <laughs> well, we don't know how far forward since the last episode this one takes <laughs> place. You know, stuff could have presumably happened. not that far. Yeah. He'll problem... probably still be youngish, Kirk. Well, yeah. I don't think that... <laughs> I seem to remember the Khan continuity is already screwed up, or they must have already retconned it, because Khan's initial, like, assault on mankind and war and stuff happened in, like, 1993 or something, oh. according oh, to yeah, the original... Oh, yeah, time in one of those yeah. Star Trek films. Well, no, he was, like, genetically modified, and there were, like, gene wars in the late 20th century, according to the 1960s series. Oh, right. And then, and then he, yeah, he got time travelled or into the future where Kirk was. But the trouble is, now we're past that again, typically like two thousand one style. Mm. So they must have some kind of retconning for where for for Khan, even in the pre this ridiculous film. No, it still has a name. Don't know about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
happened in a faraway place. But I thought that was the whole deal, that he was genetically modified and stuff. I don't remember that bit. I can't remember. Carnosaur. Yeah, exactly. In the yeah. later films, there's definitely time travel, though, so... Yeah, there's some. Yeah, because yeah. they go in the modern. What, what <laughs> they the come modern back day? in time to save the whales. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and they come back to save the Earth in First Contact. Well, right, yeah, that's, that's quite that's a bit. Different. It's quite a bit of time travel, isn't true. there? In like throughout Star Trek, really, there's First Contact. There's even Generations. I suppose is that. Well, no, Generations isn't really time travel. Is it? I suppose they enter that weird place, don't they? Where, the Nexus. Yeah, oh, that's it. Of yeah. crap. Yeah, the Nexus. <laughs> where you ride around on a horse, and but they talk boringly. But there was that episode <laughs> of the Next Generation. <laughs> where they went back to the original Enterprise. Yeah. Oh, the Trouble with Tribbles. No, that's not, that's DS9, isn't But it? they did do a Tribble, they went back to the episode with Tribbles, I think, with them, or there was something like that. The t- Trials and Tribulations or something. Something like that, yeah. There was Tribbles involved, I'm sure. So it was all going on at that time. Yeah, that was mysterious. And they had some hilarious stupid jokes, like um, when they see the crappy Klingon makeup that didn't of the time that didn't actually have ridges or anything. Yeah. And, and they like turn, turn to Wolf, and they're like, "What? The, why don't they have the ridges?" And he's like, yeah, "We don't talk about that." <laughs> Excellent. So, so when when did this happen? <laughs> yeah. There's some, yeah. Apparently not that long ago. It's how long ago that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like they only went traveling through time, like 20 years or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not that. Well, it's like, it could be is it a century or something? Yeah. Are they different centuries, the next gen? And why are we talking about Star Trek in, in, in depth? Because <laughs> of Khan. Yes. Good luck, Khan. I think he is, who is it? What's his face who's in everything? Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch, yeah. Cumberbatch he, uh, yeah, is the baddie. He, he's, I'm sure he'll be, be playing Khan. And it's got that. Oh, the, have you seen the, the sort of extended intro of I might not have seen the extended intro. Well, I don't know. It's like this, 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 it's got that, I can't, is it Noel someone or other um, was, played the boyfriend in the first series of Doctor Who with Rose. Oh, right, He's yeah. He's a film director and st- likes to star in his own films, that kind of person. Oh, right. He <laughs> plays a role at the start of this involving is that a his wife two? or something. Can't remember. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember the British guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he, so he has a role at the start of the film as well, which is odd. Okay, so I didn't expect you to be there. Mysterious. It looked like a very different film at first. Like when you sort of when you see this trailer, it's like, is is, is this Star Trek? What's what's going on? And okay, all of a sudden you hear Cumberbatch, and it's like, oh well, there we go. <laughs> they Cumberpatched it in. Yeah, <laughs> Cumberpatch. Man. He signed on to do something else, a whole, bu- whole bunch of stuff. He seems to be in every film going. Doesn't really matter. He's pretty on. awesome. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> I noticed that there was the new story on the BBC, new Ninja Turtles movie. You're kidding. By Michael Bay. No! <laughs> no! Oh, that's going to be... Actually, in fairness, that if it is Michael Bay and Turtles <laughs> combined, maybe that's the perfect combination yeah, of bad makes good. That could be work. That could work, potentially. I'd rather that than more freaking Transformers. Yeah, definitely. Trans- they, they, yeah, you got it right with the first film and then should have let it, left it alone. I didn't like the first film. I, I don't know. It's, it's like explosion oh, suit like giant robots better than... Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, but that's true. The feed but tube is the question. Instead of having... Dumpster Turtles. <laughs> instead of explosions, you just want crazy martial arts fights. That's better than explosions. Yeah, but can Michael Bay do martial arts fights? I don't know. But instead of explosions. He can't, he can't make people not. act well. So. <laughs> it's like he's going to be directing Turtles then. <laughs> Actual James. <laughs> he's misunderstood the brief. <laughs> 
like uh, Ninja Turtles. Fucking yeah. Well, that's the other question. Is like, will they? Will there be? Will it be just assumed that you know what the fuck is going on with Ninja Turtles, <laughs> or will they actually redo the whole backstory? Oh, probably. Yeah. What reboot it? <laughs> where it'll, 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 be like, will it actually be like? Oh, these turtles were mutated. It must have been long, or whatever. <laughs> it's been long enough now that it's out of. Yeah, for the, for the audience, it will probably be aimed at. It will be. Yeah, out, do they, be do they care? Record. It's just like giant robots from space. It was pretty much out of the blue. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but they did do, do like they didn't. You didn't need to know that you had trans. No, exactly. But it's just like here's some giant turtles that turtles. are That might could work. They're just superheroes, basically. I mean, they usually gloss over in these reboots the actual origin stories as quickly as they can, don't they? Yeah. And usually, if it's radiation in the in the in the eighties. <laughs> 70s, 60s version, they replace it with a virus or something in this. I don't think it was radiation in the turtles. I think it was a biological thing. Oh, was it? Oh, cool. That makes more. can't remember. There was most of, well, most of the first Spider-Man reboot film, I guess. Not this one, but the... The other rival. The the Tobey Maguire one was origin story, really. Yeah. Yeah, but like I I say, they replaced Atomic Spider with, like, Virus Spider or something. Genetic Genetic Spider. spider. They'll do the same thing. It'll be genetic bullshit or something or whatever the flavour of the day is now maybe they'll have horse <laughs> horse oh, no. horse powers <laughs> that'd be awesome if we got mutant horse powers from eating horse meat by accident oh no <laughs> suddenly I you know, isn't it prophetic how we were talking about Japanese pizzas that had the horse on them and it was like oh shit <laughs> they actually do <laughs> <laughs> As it turns out, we were right all along. Unfortunately, we don't tend to go for beef on our pizzas. <laughs> well, depends. There's sausage and it's pepperoni. Pork. You know what's in there? Pepperoni. They're all pork. Don't you? Have <laughs> yeah, you assume they're pork. It might be horse. Well, yeah, true. You got ground beef on your pizzas, I'm sure, haven't you? Sometimes, sometimes we do this week. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Preempting the surprise. Horse pizza. <laughs> the Japanese knew what was up. <laughs> in, in Europe, <laughs> yeah, they know what they're doing. Speaking of the Japanese knowing what they're doing, oh, no, not yet, not yet. We, oh, actually, yeah, let's do this. I'll get oh, back to I'll, 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 more random, I'll save some random for later. You got, you got a bit of all your base going there. Japanese know what they're doing. <laughs> you know what? Take off every zig. Take off every zig. Move zig, move zig, move zig. So then, do you want to kick us off then, Ron? You! PS4 is a thing. And it's called PS4. And it's called PS4. Of course it's called PS4. What the hell are they going to call it? I wasn't expecting it. anything. I wasn't expecting anything. They could have called it PlayStation something instead of just a number. PlayStation 4. It's worked out really well for them. Like, doing, not having stupid names. When they try and do it, like with Vita, it didn't work out too well. 360. I don't think the No, no, I'm saying Sony. I know, but even so, you know, most like tag most names for consoles are bad. <laughs> Let's be honest. Apart, no, there was some bad things back in the we day. We already discussed this before on this podcast. How actually console names were fine. Dreamcast, fucking awesome. Dreamcast is a good one. GameCube, GameCube is pretty good. awesome. Yeah. Revolution would have been good. <laughs> Let's just pull up the most obscure thing we possibly can. Jaguar. the Swan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but like, Jack- I mean the main ones, like Mega Drive or Genesis, that's fine. Saturn. 
I, I don't. I never really liked Game Boy Advance. <laughs> no, that was a bit dumb. And <laughs> well, I, that was just because it should have been advanced. Well, with yeah, D. Probably, yeah. <laughs> then everything would have made more sense. Like Advance Wars. I don't really. <laughs> what does that mean? Advanced Wars. They're advancing. Advance Wars. It's like an instruction to wars. <laughs> advance. <laughs> I don't really like the DS name because it's. No. It's literally what it is. Dual, the Nintendo dual screen. <laughs> it's like, no. Yeah, but that, that's... At a, least it rolls off the tongue, but it's a shit name. It's a non-imaginative one, isn't it? Yeah. Like, the, the good ones are... Oh, come on. We. Let's be honest. And we... Well, obviously, that's terrible. Exactly! <laughs> I know quite that. quite a lot of bad console names, is what I'm saying. 360 is a pretty terrible name subtitle for a console yeah, as well. It's about middle ground, I'd say, 360. It's not terrible, but it's not great. It's fine. You know, Xbox as a name is fine, but yep. there's a subtitle. I mean, what are they going to call the next one, really? They can't call it the 720. That I'm just no worried. Sense. I've been worried for years. Or are they going like, to call it Durango, literally? Even before... No, they won't do that. Even <laughs> That's before... a bad code name. It's like <laughs> yeah. Orbis, it sounds kind of cool, but Durango just sounds like... PlayStation Orbis would have been cool. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Durango is, is like the, the... those government things. Actually, where those are called? They're called Durangos, aren't they? Uh, no, that's Quangos. That's not a big It <laughs> sounds like that. And I'm like, for the next Xbox, there's going to be a shitty government program that gets shut down. <laughs> Quango is quasi non-governmental organisation, um, isn't it? They're independent of the quasi, government. But they all get, all get shut or, down. Yeah, it's quasi-autonomous non-government organisation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, yeah, they get, they're usually shit. Uh, and they waste lots of money. Yep. But the the classic one of there's like of the wine awesome. one, isn't there? There's like a quango for the wine selection. There, is there a wine like quango? Yeah. Oh, I want to join that. I would have worked for the wine <laughs> quango. That'd be great. That might have been one of the ones that got shut down. But the list that they had is pretty ridiculous. Government office for wine. <laughs> yeah, that kind of shit. It exists. Um, or it did. Or, or, off vino or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, off vine. Off vine. Yeah. Um, the classic, the, the classic uh, code name that should have been the real name is Revolution because that was genius. Yeah, and they ditched that. Dolphin was alright. Then again, well, uh, well yeah. Uh, where's code names go? But yeah. usually they ditch the code names, and they will do for the next one. But I've been worried since the original Xbox that the next Xbox would be called Xbox Next because it has an X in it, and it's like that would not then be a you good name. Put them, like crossover yeah, words, but it's too fucking obvious not to eventually happen. And, uh, it's not good, <laughs> and it doesn't make sense because it's not. It, well, yeah, if you're going to keep the brand about, then it's kind of crappy, isn't it? Then they might use it for an ad campaign, but not for the. Maybe. console name maybe well they kind of did it with Game Boy Advance that's kind of the equivalent of Game right. Boy Next yeah it? but you could have more Advance next time <laughs> more Next <laughs> Next Next uh, <laughs> Next <-est. laughs> I think uh, yeah so so that's always been my fear that it will turn out to be called Xbox Next so stay stay tuned and hope it, is, it isn't <laughs> They'll probably just do what films do or games do and just call it The Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> the Xbox. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> That's what they should have always done. It's like why there was that like sort of semi-rumour before the Wii U came out that it was just going to be called the Nintendo because... It's funny. <laughs> and that's kind of how everyone... That's kind of cool. How, how for, you know, everyone kind of refers to the Nintendos as that. Yeah. The, the Nintendo. Makes more like, sense. The Ultra Nintendo. Nintendo. Actually, the Mega I'm, Nintendo. I'm on, 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 I
Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it's an acronym. Um, they, you know, they, they, they're shit names. The yeah, they, entertainment. That's like it. the first ever thing. It's like they had to spell it out because no one knew what the fuck it was. It wasn't even, it's only called NES Cons- in America anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Cons- absolutely yeah, called family, the Famicom. Famicom, yeah. yeah. Which, Which is like, still a kind of shit name because it's not a family computer as we think of it, is no. it? It's, Kind of was at the time, as I was, but yeah. Not but it's Famicom actually from Family Computer, yeah, yeah. Apparently. even in Japanese. Yeah. I think so. They were trying okay. to, yeah. Super Famicom. Super's okay. Adding Super to stuff. Super Xbox. <laughs> That'd be great. Super Xbox. Super <laughs> Wii. Would have been better than Wii U. Super <laughs> Wii! <laughs> I don't know if it would have been. <laughs> Super Xbox Arcade Edition. Oh, the Wii. <laughs> As as as, as as long as they don't do an Apple and just you know they will put and just call it the new Xbox or whatever and then just you know drop the usefulness of actually having like a a, a number to identify what your hardware is because who cares I don't know it's, it's the console that's meant to last like seven years yeah no but just, no one cares uh, yeah okay maybe in console land it's a bit more acceptable but in like phone land and iPad land it's, yeah it's a shitty way of doing things because you have to then go through like oh I've got the fourth generation iPod Touch or I think my brother had a problem with that when they launched the slim Xbox the smaller Xbox 360 design okay, yeah. was internally or whatever they were doing the website for it and stuff and it's not called the slim it's, no. it's just called the it's not called Xbox, Xbox the new yeah. Xbox yeah I think, so that was really irritating I think some it. people called it the S kind of like how they did with the but none of that's official no yeah. like how the, you know the, when they changed the Duke to the to smaller the, Xbox controller the S controller the S yes so anyway names out the way <laughs> yeah PlayStation 4 it's it's fine as far as names you know, actually while I'm on it PlayStation I don't really like that as a name either <laughs> we've definitely discussed this before yeah, it's a station for play I don't I, you know they, meant, they said that a lot during the the thing as well I don't it's um, during the during the event meeting I suppose they called it the PlayStation meeting nothing like a meeting there was no discussion <laughs> it was well, just people yeah. talking at you it was an event um, thing. Um, they you know they, were, they constantly used the phrase like it's Oh, it's a new dimension in play and it's like whenever they say it like that it makes it sound more like a it's you know games are no longer a kids thing really are they like it depends doesn't it you know well the industry the, the, the media, I mean the concept of it is bigger than just a mm. kids toy which would have been you know 10 years ago that's probably kind of the or longer you know you would have said that that's that was the impression people had but it's more than that now so that's they call it like play I don't know. Maybe they don't have that same connotation of play as being just for kids. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, it's just the way the world sounds. Did you say it's like a new dimension in gaming. <laughs> then yeah. you sound too hardcore. No, that's fine. Gaming's fine. <laughs> Other than I don't like gaming. gaming. <laughs> I don't like that word <laughs> or gamer either. Or ga- gaming is or gamer. It's playing games, and it's I'm a person who plays games. I'm not a gamer. Does I just don't like it very much. I don't know. I know it's it's You're here. A computerist. <laughs> I get that it's here to stay now, but a gamer just I don't oh, like yeah. it. Game is a useful term because weirdly it does only apply to people that play video games. You know, it's not like people who hold shoots. For pheasant and stuff, they're not really called gamers, are they? Or... Yeah, well, I don't think that was ever the case. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, it's like you're thinking of the one other thing where game is a word. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the other forms where game is a thing, like gaming, for instance, can apply to gambling. Yeah, exactly. Um, and stuff like that. It's like the state gaming commission. Or exactly, whatever. gaming is like gambling. Yeah, but you know, but conveniently, the term gamer, at least, is kind of. Uh, 
you know, its meaning is defined and has that one definition, I think which, game is, which probably, is probably fine better than game meme by that logic. But. Did it not used to apply to like people who did tabletop and D&D and stuff like that? Probably. Like, it probably still does, actually. But, you know, like kind of... Because it was like Wargamer was the yeah. original. Yeah, exactly. But you're on tabletop. Yeah. Yeah, but I, that was always a big. That was always more of a niche, I think, than video games, probably. So it's like you know, when you say gamer, it's like the it wasn't more of a niche. It was probably about equally niche. It's just that gaming then became bigger. <laughs> yeah, so you know, it's now the popular word of choice. Whereas tabletop gamer, you probably have to de. Um, no, God, de- disambiguate. That's the word I was looking for. Disambiguate yeah. with if you're a tabletopper, unless you just say D and D, and they're like, ah, right, okay. It's just something about the word I don't... I get that it's useful, I just don't really like the word gamer, really. I don't know what I'd say myself, probably something long-winded, like <laughs> video game enthusiast or something. <laughs> I, well, that's the, the, how you'd say it on, a, on the, your CV, I suppose. I'm a video game enthusiast. It doesn't say you're a player. <laughs> yeah. I'm a player. Player! Player! Uh, yeah, so let's, should we do this in order? Kind of how we, how we, <laughs> okay. We're doing so well so far. Uh, how, we, how we do the E3 stuff. Um, so oh, have you got your notes? Yeah, Sweet. I made notes. Oh, we're all ready to go. Jesus. How many notes did you take? I, like, just to remind me of everything that's fucking happened. Oh, okay. Um, it, well, I remember, right, and this was a key point, because I kind of started zoning out during the first half hour, because nothing true. really happened other than throwing buzzwords and talking shit. Well, who yeah, is the important, like, actual information? No, but the first half hour, before they even got to the useful information and... Um, uh, I didn't bother to write his name. It was Mark Cerny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he uh, was... Before he came out, um, I, I don't like that guy. Who is that? That Sony, <laughs> the new Sony guy. <laughs> yeah, the, the beardy Sony guy. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of him. He, well, seems, that... he seems. I don't know. There's something about him that makes me him seem untrustworthy. <laughs> Why do they always hire these weird British guys to be yeah, like well, their... the guy they had at E3 for the last couple of years? You know, um, is it Jack Trenton? Trenton. Trenton. Yeah. That, um, He's all right. That's I, I, crazy, though. <laughs> well, he seems more sincere. I don't know, there's something about the way he says things, like when they apologised for the PSN hack and something like that. He did that with such class, really, and that was well, well handled. Mm-hmm. I think since then I kind of I want him to be the Sony guy in the same way that I want Fizume and Miyamoto to do all the ninty stuff and no one else. You don't actually um, want Miyamoto to do the ninty no, stuff. No, no. The best person for <laughs> You only want him to do, like, one thing and then go away. The best or, person or, for ninty stuff is Iwata. He's way better than any of the others, I think. Oh, yeah, so I always forget Iwata. He's much... I'm much for stare him to... Stare at bananas. And um, he, can, <laughs> he can speak English really well. He's great. Anyway. So anyway, I was just making the point that they went on about buzzwords and the marketing speak for a really... Really long time. I think it was, it was that long. It was pretty long. It was at least half an hour, which is like a quarter of the show. And then finally they came out and they start talking hardware and stuff, which is like nice. It's like, cool. Well, first point, it's a PC, basically. Yep. Well, just, they both are. We knew that. Just with, they've moved bits around so it's a bit more convenient. Like the one nubbin we got officially out of them was that they've put the CPU and GPU pretty much right next to each other. So They're they on the same die. Yeah. So, so they literally are the same chip. Yeah. So there's no... Communication lag. That's awesome. Or less communication lag anyway. So it's, yeah, in theory, much better. Um, and then, of course, the, the first major reveal was the controller, I suppose. I suppose. Um, we already knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, it's we had pretty a much, leak of that. Uh, the images they ended up showing were a bit different, I think. There were plenty of other leaks that kind of all had the same idea. And yeah. it, seemed, it seems to have gone through a few revisions. 
I liked from, one from of the ones. The, that were well, I'm sure the ones that were leaked were like dev hardware versions. Yeah, they're always yeah. different. So they, they've refined it since then. And there's been, but there's, it's interesting that there's been a number of them. If you know what I mean. So they're the like the ones that dev kits have. They everyone seems to have a different controller that is yeah essentially doing the same functions, but it's very slightly different. I thought one of the leaked images, like plush-looking marketing images of a controller that was was on Reddit a few a while back, looked actually it was the same design, but um, in terms of uh, it had the touchpad and everything. Uh, but I thought it looked a lot cooler because it had um, than what they showed at the event because it had that um, uh, pattern like uh, on the touchpad, just like on the uh, Vita, the back of the Vita. You know, yeah, the, the... I've I've still seen that image flying around. So that the one they may have had on stage may not have been the final design or something. That's this one is the more final design, well, but that would be cool um, because I prefer the look of that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen versions. I've seen versions. There's a little bit of a pointless pattern. No, no, it looked a lot better just in general. It yeah. wasn't. It looked like the it, one that they showed and that you've seen in the leaked dev like actual pictures of it the touchscreen looks kind of weirdly recessed and strange whereas it was like flush on yeah. the uh, on the um yeah so i hope they do go with that design because it does yeah. look nicer yeah i don't like the how they've made the circles underneath the buttons and the d-pads all shiny that just looks kind of weird circles oh what you mean the st- the actual control sticks no like the back back yeah. the backing plastic around that was different the buttons. on the uh oh, right. image as well so, yeah. Well. yeah yeah you're, you're right I, i'm not so sure about that one so I'm not sure it's actually final, although obviously the actual well, inputs are final. They've changed the D-pad a few times, as it seems, through these designs. Like, one of them had a slightly more contoured right. thing, rather than being, like, the flat triangles that we're used to. They were yeah. it was kind of a bit more... So the middle of it was sunken a bit. Not quite like the Ninty D-pad, naturally, because the patent law still stands. But it was kind of um, curved mm-hmm. towards the middle, so it was a bit more... Presumably a bit nicer to rest your thumb in there. Cool. Um, a little less Whoever uses the D-pad anyway, so... <laughs> well, some people that play beat-em-ups tend to use it. Like, and then they get a stick. It's, I guess it's one yeah. of the best... It's been one of the best ones going for a while, I suppose, hasn't it? I don't know. There's only one. It's all right. It's okay. It's, uh, I, it's better than the Xbox one. Yeah, the Xbox I, one is like a, the biggest pile of shit ever. Yeah, it's the worst thing ever, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do prefer it to the Xbox one, but it's still... The problem I've always had with the PlayStation one is because it's like the four separate bits, is it can irritate your thumb right, after yeah. a while um, unless you're literally just pressing it like in big sweeping so did it have the four uh, separate uh, bits on the what they showed uh, the one they showed I think does right um, we'll see so you know they're keeping the classic look for that uh, the classical look yeah so the big thing is obviously the touchpad on it which they didn't really throughout the entire thing really show us what the main use of that no. is going to be. Well, the main use of it is going to be nothing. <laughs> yeah, people will just end up <laughs> using it. Like, as, as, like as Zach and I were talking yeah, like, talk about before, like 6-axis. It's, not that there was anything really much wrong with 6-axis, it's just, uh, I don't know, there seems to be a bit of a negative thing about it. Like, um, there's, there's not been many good implementations of six axis, let's be honest. And when they are, they're often a, a minor addition, mm-hmm. like setting explosive charges in uh, Killzone Two, for instance. Or yeah, they appear occasionally, and then and they're not usually that bad an, an addition mm-hmm. when they do. Um, I'm trying to remember. There was a couple of games. Or it might have been like Heavy Rain in places or something where the actions required you to shake the controller and things. But it made sense in that context. Yeah, but they make, it's fine when it's just like 
used as another button. So when they try and base a game around it, then it goes horribly wrong, as was evidenced by any game that tried to use six axis motion controls. It's like, that it just doesn't work well enough to be based the whole control system. Well, I don't know. As I, I, I think, uh, I'll try to explain to Zach before, Like I, I think some of six axis failure came from Layer because that was such a bad implement. It was a pretty bad game to begin with, but then, or it could have been better if they hadn't um, done a, a ridiculously terrible six-axis control scheme on there. And this is, was, wouldn't have been one that would have been improved by better tech. It's just that it was terribly thought through. And it was... So, like, if Leia hadn't come along and been the first real six-axis game, I suppose, maybe the development would have looked more favourably on it in future iterations. But anyway, touchpad... You're right. I'm not sure of its use so far. Maybe there'll be some elements. Maybe they purely put it in there for like Little Big Planet or something so you could draw stuff on screen and have it come to life or something. Or maybe they want to do some doodling things. Like, but I don't know quite how much you'd be able to get away with on yeah, that tiny screen. Cool. Or not a screen. Tiny thing. Yeah, we'll see. So, yeah, not sure. We don't know. Uh, I mean, in a pinch, you could use it for a mouse cursor on a web browser if you had to, couldn't you? Yeah. But it's not ideal. So yeah, um, the other edition is. Um, what did they do with the start and select buttons on the final version? Because I've seen, uh, so, I can't remember which one they actually finished on. It's got share and options either side of the touchpad. Okay, so it's quite nice big gone. buttons, so they are there. Hmm. So no start, no select. But I mean, I, I I assume the options button does what the start button does. And if you think yes, about it, yeah. start has been a misnomer for like 10, 20 yeah. years. So and uh, I guess like, has been pointless. And select <laughs> has been completely unused. So so. Uh, well, act as if, yeah, well, yeah, and it's, it's, it's the same on the Xbox, really. Back with the back button. Yeah. So I don't know. I quite like having a start button because start is pause. If you know what yeah. I mean, it has that. But thing. I'm assuming. And, and, and just options. the first button you press to start to, to go from the main menu into the game. Oh, when press... you don't. Yes, <laughs> some games do. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking that options is, is the equivalent. It's on the uh, right hand side, the options one next to next to mm. all the, the left, rest of your controls. And the so PlayStation button's that's... gone as well as a result. Hasn't it? Um, Has it? Yeah, the P- I didn't. I don't remember the PS button being there. I thought that was at the bottom in the middle, <clears throat> but perhaps not. Let's have a now. But anyway, um, I, I'm I'm still not sure about whether the share button should really have been a dedicated thing. If you know what I mean, I could get it have it. been served by could it have been served by going into the menu and then having a share option there. I get one it. One more step, though. They want, yeah, they want to really. And, and since it. they got rid of Slag, it's just like we've got a free space for yeah. an extra button. Oh, I know, but that, button, that button is useful if you play multiplayer games. Like it's like, or it can be a shortcut to something in things like you know, it's, it's used. Is what I'm saying. The back button on the next box is used. It's like it's your quick bring up. I don't want to bring up the, the scoreboard. Scores. Yeah, like tab that. would be on a PC or or Put I want the fucking D pad because <laughs> inevitably there's always somewhere the D pad is used in COD and it's used in Halo as well. It's like it's used, so you couldn't put it there. It's like it's it's out, it's there's out. like four shoulder buttons you could. <laughs> but they're all used. They're That's all what I mean. Used it's like time. back is kind of out of the way, is in a sort of like. Or just make it a touchpad button. There you go. That's what probably. Probably. <laughs> there'll probably be a, yeah, swipe a gesture or something. Or, something. or just touch it, particularly for scoreboards. Swipe in your just scoreboard. push anywhere on the touchpad to fade in the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. But then if that's... Or hold then, on the touchpad. Oh, but then someone will be trying to shoehorn a mechanic onto the touchpad, maybe, and then they won't be able to do that. Oh, it's just... 
I get why there's a dedicated share button. It makes sense for what they're doing because um, they want to really highlight. I mean, they've gone to a lot of effort to do the sharing functionality, which we're going to talk about. So I get why there's a um, dedicated button. Um, I think it makes sense. I don't know. It is, isn't I'm, it? I'm not so sure. I think I don't think I, you'll like. I don't think most people will find themselves needing to push it very often. No, that's true, but that doesn't <laughs> stop them needing once. to push it. Yeah. Like, no one needs to share shit. So, should we talk about the actual sharing uh, stuff? So, it, the the key thing seems to be that it's got a secondary chip on it, which is presumably a low power ARM chip, which provides two benefits. One of which is background downloading, which is clearly awesome, uh, even when the main console's mostly powered off, which is nice. I take it, back. Like, it does still have the PS button, it's just a lot yeah, lower than yeah, it used to be. Yeah, that's what I thought. So they're either side of the touch, those things, sort of, oh, that one's yeah. power, <laughs> and uh, options on the right. I, yeah. so, I thought it was dumb how everyone was super enthusiastic about, like, the standby mode and, like, I think it's cool. shut it down and then restart the game where you left off, and it's like, have you, not, have you guys not lived in a house where you pay a power bill? <laughs> Well, I don't know, but there's no, 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 no. If, it, if it acts like the the iPad, for instance, I mean, I know it's a considerably lower power device, but when that's off, like off, in, in inverted commas, it's like it's pretty much using no power at all. That thing can be sit around yeah. for a good couple of weeks, I think I've had it, like just not on that mode, and it'll be still have plenty of power left when I push the button. It's kind of nuts, really, how long that thing can last. I think it'll even but, use more power than people will be accepting, and they'll be like, "Oh, we, now, now it's just like our TVs. You have to turn it off standby because standby uses too much power." I was say, <laughs> or, it, uh, or alternatively, it won't actually be as awesome as people think it will. When you like push the button, it will still take like two minutes to actually start everything back up. <laughs> but that's the point. They're trying to avoid that. They're trying to go into an iPad like suspend. They're trying to. But I'm not sure yeah. they can. I'm pretty. Sure, I, I think it'll work as advertised. It'll work like the PSP. Did. Yeah, which works I mean, pretty well. All they do is dump the RAM into memory, into uh, into yeah, onto the. No, they, they, well, no they, they they think they leave it in memory, don't they? Just have it have that memory just you know right. just enough power to keep it in memory, right? Okay, I and then for, just turn everything off regarding it, and when it comes back up, it's like, well, we just. I think for something that's running off mains power, it's not going to be as fast as people think it is. <laughs> Well, we'll have to see, but it seems if they can pull it off, it seems like a really cool fun feature. I think. If it's on mains power, it's got more power than anything else. It should be faster. Yeah, but it's all charging capacitors and shit, isn't it? Really, I guess. Maybe I don't know. I think it will work. <laughs> like, how long I, does it I, take I, your TV to turn on? That should be always instant from standby, shouldn't it? But it's not. <laughs> and that's because they've got a lot of lamps to power, and the lamps warm up on a. That's true. Yeah. But I think it'll be pretty, uh, as advertised, pretty instant to uh, start and stop it. I mean, it will use more power than turning the whole thing off, obviously, but it's not, I don't think it'll be too expensive. Oh, and the other, and the other very important thing about that is when it's on standby, how much noise does it make? Because <laughs> you remember how, like, how ridiculously loud the Xboxes are when they're doing background downloading when they haven't fully powered off. It's yeah, still true. like, this is this fan it's, it's not really a proper low power well, mode no, when that's true. it's mostly on. That's the thing. It shouldn't. It shouldn't need any uh, active cooling when it's just running on that arm. That that secondary chip. Yeah, it should be effectively silent when you. Well, you yeah. know the, the the PS3, even when it's in the state that I have it most of the time, which is with the because I barely use it <laughs> with the little with the little red light on the front. That's drawing what a couple of watts, something like that. It's pretty low, um, but it still has enough. Even the PS3 has the capability of knowing. Oh, hey, um, if you had. I forget what the PlayStation TV thing was that I had. 
Um, but when there was a program I'd queued up to record on it, it had enough juice to sort of, for that program to say, Hey, you know what? You you need to turn on so you can record this program or, or Hey, there's a, you've scheduled to do a download or something at this point. Do you want to turn on you know, for PS plus users? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, the capability is already there in PS3. So I don't think it's going to make much difference. Well, the fact is that in PS3, it has to turn on pretty much fully to do any action. Um, whereas PS4 has been designed in theory like for things like downloading and stuff to work on this low power chip, which will obviously raise its power rating a little bit when it's on standby when it wants to do these things. But I think it's very well thought out these things. Well, yeah, and, and cool. When you when you think about it, actually, like you only need about the same power as that your mobile really well, exactly. runs on to do well, it's to do a lot of the, these tasks. Probably the same chip as in a mobile phone, maybe less powerful. Even probably doesn't need the key thing it, that it needs to be is specialized to do the constant hardware encoding and video. Yeah, that that, that which I, is amazing. I mean, my question with that is is like because it goes back like what fifteen minutes they said. Yeah, and it's like that's quite a long it's way. It's a big buffer. Yeah, and it's like well, how is. And they said it's like it's a hardware encoder. Yeah. So there's a chip obviously on there, so it's not impacting the gameplay. No. But then it's like, where is this being stored? It's like some the special... hardest that they haven't specified how big it is. Yet. Yeah. But, that's, but then again, that's, <laughs> that's a good question. But actually. if that's a load, uh, that, that, you know, where's the load for doing yeah. that? It's like, is it going to slow? Is the constant, constant hard disk access going to cause some kind of longevity issue? Or is it going to cause some kind of slowdown somewhere? Or have they come up with some specialized memory? Maybe it needs its that, own that flash thing, storage. Like yeah, that this thing writes to. <laughs> Shove it in the RAM. But then, <laughs> no, no, no. They can't, <laughs> they can't do that. They can't do that. That's, that. that's all for gaming. But then, it's super RAM. But then more worryingly, what does that mean for the price? Because this is a whole lot of hardware. It's not the it's not the the um, chip, the extra chip that's going to impact the price. It's that eight gigs of RAM. That's what's going to really the, the, the GDR, fact that they've GDDR5 done five is not cheap. It's <laughs> very expensive, and they doubled it at the last moment, which is fascinating that mm. they've done that. Because well, was that came as a result of the supposed Xbox leak? Because they wouldn't the Xbox one with the more RAM. Yeah. In the, in the That's right. documents. So now they have equal amounts of RAM, but, but the, the PS4, PS3 is the one that has a four has this ridiculous speed DDR, RAM, yeah. which is going to be not cheap. But it, but I think it's cool because yeah, give them masses of playground. I think what it basically means is uh, I don't think the Xbox specs are going to change at this point. So I think it means that the PS4 games for the entire generation are going to look slightly better. Oh, no, but you know what it also but, means? But I just realised. They said that about three. But that's different because those were completely different architectures. Whereas True. Now they're virtually the same architecture. True, but you could argue that the, well, that, you know, Killzone and stuff like that, despite people working on specific PS3 games, they don't, they don't really push the boundaries that much further than what a lot of Xbox stuff can do. If you put Gears of War three up against side Uncharted, side really against Uncharted, yeah, I mean they they both they're both very good looking games, and they're both yeah you know technically equivalent in my eyes. I've just realised what eight gigs of extremely fast RAM means because they sort of they sort of were saying it where it's like oh it's the freedom to do shit and uh, but what that actually means is terrible PC ports again because <laughs> now they've made this they've made they've basically said said now you don't have to work into the limits of RAM just do whatever the fuck you want with RAM <laughs> we don't care and then it's like oh shit now our PCs don't have enough RAM to keep up <laughs> terrible oh. PC ports ho yeah there aren't many That's PC true. games that make use of four gigs at the moment. <laughs> So it's... Well, yeah, because the thing is, your PC RAM is uh, is a lot slower as well than that. Yeah. You're talking, I've got 8 gigs so of that, uh, DDR3, like... and then I've got 2 gigs of GDDR3 probably on my uh, graphics card. Yeah. So combined, that's, yeah. I mean, but then, then you've game, got... 
that's a, that's a question. Can games use the GDDR memory on a PC, like for things other than texture data and stuff? Like I don't that? think so. Mm. I don't think you can optimize that way. No. It's interesting that they've done it this way, which is really cool. Actually. Yeah. I'm not actually sure how it works on the current gen consoles. I think they probably have separate it's, memories. Is it sort of a shared RAM Or is it system? a shared pool? Yeah. Okay. But uh, anyway, th- this is, I mean, it's incredible. Uh, you know, it's r- really advanced because mm. the, the most high spec. A uh, video card you can get has like six gigs of GDDR5 yeah. on it currently. I mean, it, it does make the thing that, yeah, the PS4 is probably going to be able to push slightly more, slightly faster yeah. than the Xbox on on specs alone. Let's, let's put it that way. I reckon way. so. But, uh, again, but, you know, regardless of architecture, you could argue that PS3 was designed that way, and we haven't really seen that. Uh, it's like... I think the architecture is the key issue, though, because it was a really weird custom architecture, and now you're going basically Perhaps, a PC. Perhaps, but you've got almost twice the power, theoretically, of an Xbox in a yeah. PS3. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't know, it'll be interesting. Um, it, but I have to come back to the, the key point, which is always prevalent with me, is that, and this makes me sound like a fanboy, is that Sony never really quite get the support side of their machines right. It's mm-hmm. like they I'm always I'm endlessly impressed by the tech they come up with. Mm-hmm. It's just they never quite nail the everything to use it. It seems like they're trying harder this time. Though. They're trying a lot harder. I mean, bits of the interface is obviously taking hints from, say, the the current Xbox dash yeah, and sure. and a big chunk from Big Picture actually. But just go for it, yeah. I mean, which is no bad thing. I mean, they're it's both good. very good interfaces, and the new one, look, although looking derivative, which is unlike Sony. Um, it looks usable. It look it does look usable. I mean, yeah, they borrowed things like live tiles. The um, videos in place look kind of cool. And in some places, it's a bit of a mess. But you know that stuff can sort of change. You know, some of the mock-ups they show. <laughs> I about think the- Windows Eight looks like a mess. I don't like those tiles at all. It's just like, oh, or like I don't even like websites that do it, where it's like, here's a photo stream where it's just randomly sized pictures, but we've arranged them into a nice column for you. It's like, fuck that shit. Give me pages or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really, hate that web design. I really like it. I'm making a site with that design, but it it suits my site because it's not retarded. Photos, and square images is your thing, <laughs> really. and then but yeah, I, I I love that design. I think it works really well. Live tiles are a great thing. And they probably weren't, you know, they're not probably weren't invented by Microsoft, but Microsoft kind of got that layout right and made it work. Um, so I'm I'm kind of all for it, provided. But there, there was the social stuff that they showed, like I'm um, halfway, like, <laughs> I'm not like sure. when they viewed a player's profile, for instance. And yeah, the, 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 like some of that. Beardy bloke, like <laughs> incredibly good-looking beard, like <laughs> yeah. some of that layout looked a bit messy and a bit yeah, weird, and it kind of probably. clashed with the background a bit. You know, there's a bit. I think there's a bit of work there to clear it up. But it didn't seem like they were going for like a color theme this time. Like the, it was almost all blue. Well, That's not true. so much yeah. though, because it was like let's have some tiles, and the tiles are random, did like random, bright, different colours. Oh, but the background doesn't animate anymore. <laughs> the most important feature. Cut down. I want, I, want, I want my wavy ribbon. <laughs> I want to put that on the back of my website if I can work out a wavy cool. ribbon. Of yeah, it's awesome. The way the, I like the Sony wavy ribbon. So or all those other animated backgrounds you can buy for a quid. Yeah, fuck those. Oh, yeah, but they're just like one second video loops. Yeah, they look like purely all. There's a good aquarium one that Jay has. And, uh... So where are we? So we th- the specs, yeah, it, slightly well. So the one other possibly considerably like like possibly quite a big difference. 
I think it's quite worrying for Microsoft that that, that, that it is so powerful and it has this extra RAM. We say, yeah, this is the alternative. I, it, it's it's going to make it a closer run thing if you were to look at the consoles on their own. But I, I'm still... I have faith in Microsoft simply because their support for the Xbox mm. has been so much better than Sony's support for yeah, PS3 true. and Vita. And You have to look at track record. Yeah, you? exactly. So I'm, I, I'm more confident in Microsoft delivering products and services that I'll actually want to use, even if the hardware is going to be perhaps substandard. It's like we we don't know. And Microsoft could come out of the gates and say, "Hey, we've, we've done yeah, this," maybe, and just fuck you, Sony. But, I, I'm surprised that Sony went first. Uh, yeah, uh, they're doing this deliberately. I bet Microsoft. I mean, as uh, as you say, I, I I have faith in Microsoft, but I reckon they're probably shitting themselves right now. Yeah, maybe this, maybe, this was yeah. a strong reveal in yeah, some ways. It was it was fairly strong. Um, the one thing we haven't talked about on the controller side was that weird stereo camera thing. Okay, so the, the so the controllers have like a light bar thing on the back on the mm, back of them now. That, suppo- that, that supposedly yeah. this new camera can track as an as an aid to the motion sensing. So it's like the new iteration of the eye with the works <laughs> and now has two eyes. Yeah. Or does two or three? Yeah, two. two. Yeah, okay. it's a stereo camera, and um, it's a tiny little people thing. have been saying that it has the multi mic thing that can yeah, does yeah, as yeah. well, so for noise cancelling and for positional that apparently. Just no one ever uses it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's one mic, I'm sure. It still had the it still had room noise cancelling, oh, and yeah, you can pick up individual people, sure, which I presume is some kind of positional, even if it's not. Yeah, but it's always, it's always a lot easier to do that when you have well, a yeah. mic because you can figure out what is it's noise easier. That's why there's stereo cameras. Yeah, everything's easier with two. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they but, just doubled up everything there. But yeah, that's so that's kind of odd because it's just. It, <laughs> it's almost a direct stab at Connect. Not then, really, though, because you can't use it without a controller. Can no, you? no, it's not for. Well, then, well, they but then the why make it? But then <laughs> yeah. why make it a stereo camera? Is my thing because like, yeah, you, you can t- t- determine the distance from the size of the thing you're looking at. That's how move works. I guess and it, it works beautifully, to be honest, on the eye. It like, works better with two. Yeah, <laughs> slightly better. Maybe. maybe. I, I, can't it, really lose. We don't, again, we don't know, but it's like, it looks awfully suspicious. <laughs> you know? I don't know. It's, it's like the, the, the Kinect technology will be patented and all that stuff, so they won't be able to use the same techniques because it didn't have the IR grid sender. And the next generation Kinect that will inevitably come out with the new Xbox will be significantly improved. So, same approach. So they I won't guess, be able to beat that. No way. So, yeah, the Microsoft still have a big advantage yeah, in that weird just, space. <laughs> it is interesting. It begs, it begs the question, is this, is, they described it as a peripheral. Oh, right. Which... Does it not come with it? Well, thing? no, this is the thing. They weren't clear. Oh, right. It's like the fact that they used the word peripheral makes me think that maybe it's like the eye and that it's a non-essential thing. I guess you can call the controller a peripheral, though, and they come with it. So Well, one of the, idea, one of the things they did say about the light bar was the fact that it could change colour. It makes it a... A supposedly, a, yeah, an yeah. easier way of them saying, "Oh, this is controller one, yeah, this is controller two. Well, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and to be honest, that's not a bad idea. You, you are that's blue cool. player. You are red player. I, I, they I had four that. LEDs on these <laughs> on the PS3 controllers, so yeah. replace that with a dual use thing of a giant bar of doom. Yeah, well, the, the, the four LEDs were kind of weirder than that because because the PS3 can. I don't think anyone ever used it because it, it goes up to seven. Yeah, you can get a combination of so when it filled up to four. And then, and then it would do four and one at the same time to say you'll play a five. That's really? probably why it goes up to seven because because like, <laughs> they couldn't get out eight. Yeah, <laughs> if you get three lights up, you could. Yeah, perhaps. No, I think there's a Bluetooth limitation. Yeah, um, yeah that was it. Um, and but the other um, good thing they mentioned about it was the new low latency 
low energy Bluetooth stuff. That's oh, is it? Is that? It. So, that's cool. Um, which, I heard of low latency. That's why everyone's saying low latency. It's it's hella important. <laughs> low latency. It's, it's about since wireless came out, we've kind of lost this concept of low latency control. I don't so think it matters as much. It's like. You're talking hundreds of milliseconds. Well, it's like it's fine to, for like the PlayStation to be all low latency or the Xbox to be all low latency, but there's still the massive, gigantic latency between the console and the TV and inside the TV. Yeah, TV lag's pretty bad. <laughs> it's like the actual TV latency isn't changing. That's true. Well, it depends on your monitor, does it, or your TV? Yeah, I mean, but they can't control that, so they no, no. I mean, I think if you if you plug it into like a um, like a high refresh rate PC monitor, for instance, you'd probably have much better results than if you plugged it into a big ass telly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That kind of stuff. There's too much processing going on. And even if you turn your telly into game mode, it still introduces quite a lot of lag somewhere. Mm. It's like, it's, it's an t- interesting, uh, John TVs Carmack, out, okay, okay. Uh, John yeah, Carmack yeah, yeah. article about that, where he was measuring it and it was quite interesting stuff. He was saying he could send a packet from, uh, uh from, uh, to England and back from Texas before we could get the image onto his TV. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it is somewhat nuts, really. It's like there's something there that's just been fundamentally wrong. I suppose TVs don't. But they haven't needed to do this yet. No, it's like they, they, have, they haven't adapted to the gaming market. No, exactly. <laughs> they just need to show an image in the best quality they can, and as long as the audio and video is in sync, who cares? Yeah. I wonder and if that PlayStation like, TV had anything special for lag reduction in it. I bet it Because they made a specific one that was PlayStation branded. Yeah, with 3D and all that stuff. Probably not. The, the, interesting that they didn't mention anything about 3D. I thought they might have That's pushed good. that. Or, or, what, you know, should, or what we can expect from like frame rates and... Um, what the resolutions and things are they can't stuff. say anything about frame rates because that's yeah, probably I know, still going good. to be in the developer's hands again exactly no I think that, and, and <laughs> it just continues to be a terrible idea that's probably oh, I don't know that's probably rightly so because there will come a point where the 30 frames per second look is a, possibly a little bit more cinematic than the 60 frames per second look in the same argument between the 24 and the 48 frames per second that the cinema argument going on right yeah, now. But the whole point of games but, was that, like, well, that's why it looks weird in the cinema, because in games, we, we're used to it being at 60 because it's a game. <laughs> we don't expect it to look real or whatever, or not real. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a mind <laughs> Whatever the fuck you know, there's the a mind game like. there, but, you know, whatever. It's, <laughs> we, we don't know any of that stuff, so it's like... I don't, I don't want to see, like, than supporting 120 hertz tellies, but with 120 hertz worth of frames, you know. Well, basically, if anything runs at less than 60 on this thing, it will be a ridiculous disappointment at this point. With the very ridiculous power it's got. Oh, yeah. Well, they're certainly going to be probably will probably pull it off. They'll all be 1080p, won't they? That's, yeah, definitely. And we couldn't really see from the streams how they were running. I guess those live demos. No, it's like you know, they, they might have been at 60. <laughs> maybe maybe someone will report that. Come on, they um, weren't running on real hardware anyway. No. PCs. Oh, kids. But uh, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, uh, blah 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 blah. That's pretty much what we got. Oh, and then and then they moved on to some demo stuff. Yay! Oh, the sharing mm. stuff though. Did we actually? Talk, I mean, are we people going to? Are you going to use that? No. Well, it depends what it depends what the capability actually is. If they've got video of your past fifteen minutes of gameplay, yeah. Well, I mean, it's but it's how I can get at that that they haven't really said because it's the Press share. The the, <laughs> no, no, no. But they've said share and upload. Yeah, yeah. Upload to where? Upload to who? Well, you you pick, upload to you? what? What they said? Well, what if I don't want to upload and I want the clip as a file? Well, you, could, you download it off YouTube. <laughs> you can do that. You can download video off of virtually any website if you want. Well, if you flash hack it. <laughs> well, not, yeah, but I think streaming sites do actually do downloads as well. Like, I know you can definitely get them from Twitch. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is that this wasn't 
explicit. You no, know, it's that kind of detail I would be interested in if I was to use it. I mean, uh, you know, I'm it like, should have been a deal with I YouTube. Post- I mean, come on, <laughs> it probably will. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> I don't I mean, think I'm- any of the streaming services are good enough. Well, it's going to be interesting though because it's like Ustream is a streaming service, one of several that there are at the moment, and you know, streaming has suddenly become popular for some reason <laughs> that I'm not entirely sure of. Yeah, I don't know if that'll last. But um, well, it's like that must be a real pain in the ass for the Ustream guys because it's just like they have to prepare for this like ridiculous traffic influx when the PS4 launches. Yeah, because especially on like launch day or whatever, everyone's going to be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> True. I wonder if part of the deal Sony are helping them set that up. They, but you, I, you'd think they probably should, yeah. because I, if that goes down on the first day, then... As I say, I think, I think it would have been wiser, or, or it would be wise to do a YouTube thing. I mean, there is something... I, I do get YouTube it. I mean, there is something sense. cool about it, something... Only for I wouldn't like record just me playing a game, you know. It'd be that ridiculous moment that just suddenly occurred. Yeah, yep, like, like that's re- my prediction. It will just be all the videos of bug ridiculous bugs in games. Yeah, just anyone like, who ever sees a ridiculous bug. At least that means we won't have to watch video a mobile phone video of TV screens any longer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because in Red Dead, that there were there were quite a few bug videos, but it's all people who had the presence of mind to record what they were doing. Yeah. Because if you imagine every single person could easily like. Upload footage of a bug. There would be like millions of jack videos. <laughs> like my horses just died <laughs> yeah. for no reason, or walked into a lake and died. <laughs> that, that kind of stuff would be great. That videos of like flying people, like flapping their wings. <laughs> this, I mean, from that aspect, if that is what it turns out it to be, I'm all in. I, it's going to be hilarious. That's my prediction. That that's what, what else is it's like. It's not like you can do. Assume, I mean, assume. Assuming you can get them off Ustream, you could theoretically do, like, produced videos and, like, actually cut things together after you downloaded them. Yeah. But even that, although, but then it's, like, it's still only a 15-minute chunk, so do you have to, like, every 15 minutes you have to go, okay, now upload that bit. Now upload that bit. <laughs> Have, like, a timer yeah, <laughs> set to go off at well, 14 and yeah, a half it's, minutes. It's no substitute for having a proper... <laughs> Capsulation, yeah. yeah. No, so actually, so that like that's even more likely that it is just going to be a little bunch of bugs and shit because yeah, or, this, or it's ridiculous. not actually serving or ridiculous cod moments. You know, people making yeah. battlefield compilations or something like that. It's not really serving any long video form. No, but you can stream like real time, like for as long as you like. I think. Can't yeah, you? they but are they well, they haven't really been very specific about that either. Because they were like, oh, you can invite your friends to come spectate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe that will get around the, the things, you know, like, you know, so if you are uploading to one of these streaming services that you can just pull the whole thing off the stream service. Maybe. But then it's like, but then it's like, how many friends, how much, uh, how much load are they going to allow in this, like, yeah. the idea of spectating? That's true. And what server is that running for? Is that actually going through you stream back to the other people's PS4? Or is it just like some kind of direct link or something? And this would probably is, is this the UK's first taste at the Gaikai like services as well? Because I don't think, I think we got so. like, yeah. on live, <coughs> did we, and things over here? No. Oh, we did have on live, didn't we? Did we? I think we had on live, not Gaikai, but on live is working. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with on live though, because I went a bit. Yeah, they've kind of gone. Yeah. I don't know. Supposedly in talks with Microsoft at one point, but. So it's only a, obviously. Got in bed with Gaikai. And Dave Perry. And Dave, Dave Perry. Worms are a lot like elephants, elephants with big ears and a long tail. <laughs> you know, I always got surprised by when you see Dave, you actually see Dave Perry. It's like I expect him to be a slightly more 
Well, more of a character than he is. <laughs> yeah, he's actually really boring. Yeah. So what did he have to say? Gaikai, so what's the deal? Uh, the Gaikai deal is the fact that they, they as expected, um, there's going to be like a demo service hosted by Gaikai. So if you want to try out a game, for instance, they will have servers running with the game you want accessible. So you can just go, let's see what this is like. That's right. And just play um, it straight off just, without just, no loading balls. Yeah, give it a go. Um, although I'm, I'm, a little bit of me is like a little unsure as to how applicable that really will be, given that they're, they're the approach they want to take for downloads and game streaming in general. Like, So it's like, whoa, okay, we have Guy Guys. So you could do it like this. Or you could do this weird partial download thing that they yeah, talked about. Yeah, another not, thing. Yeah, I'm not sure just how... That's the, that's the one I'm probably most sceptical about, like how that's going to work. Because it will work for some games, like Metal Gear, for instance, where it had to then, like, install the whole the whole act at a time in order for right. it to work, and then left the rest on the disc and that kind of stuff. I think certain games it will work quite well for, but surely there's quite a few, actually, where the, you need a rather large bulk of content Before it for the main... Because yeah. that's the main... Well, it's a nice idea. It's nice to be able to support to yeah. some extent. But some games probably work much better than others. Oh, and it's and it's probably a relatively expensive thing to plan for and implement. You know, you know, you've got a, you're, Maybe. you're the game of your design. Uh, sorry, the design of your game and how how it's laid out, how its content is laid out internally will probably have to be an important decision. Mm, I suppose if you that's want to true. support that. Yeah, that's true. It so, probably won't mandate it. Yeah, I, or, I, or, I, or it'll be like, or there'll be some kind of technology built in Unreal Four for it because that yeah, they already have streaming for a lot of their stuff. Well, yes, so yeah. You might as well just stream it and download it. <laughs> like texture streaming and stuff like that, but it's hard to know. But that's for when like the player demands it, you need it that instant. Yeah, but they could do like a more long term plan. I mean, I'm sure there must be level load. You must just be able to like any level load. That it happens, you would say that's a cutoff point. But if you, if you're coming up to that, you preload it. Let's put it this way: it's going to be great for people on fiber who want to play MMOs on a console, because the MMO model is actually quite good for that, yeah. with the exception of character modeling, I suppose. What, yeah. Background patching, or yeah, just the worlds you're walking into could download on the fly, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Maybe. You know, like the original Guild Wars Maybe. attempted before the internet was good. Yep. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff. I heard the um, the Guardian managed to get confirmation today. I just saw today that uh, all PS4 games will be available online, so you can download them. So you don't have to get ah, to the shops. Interesting. So it's interesting, isn't it? A full blown, full digital. blown. But they'll always be more expensive. <laughs> probably, probably. probably be more expensive yeah. than if you just went to, to bought a shop. disc. Yeah, probably. Annoyingly, almost. Well, we don't even know what the, that was. The that's again, that's another thing we don't know. Is there a media solution? Yeah, yeah. That's confirmed. It's a six speed. Blu-ray drive. That's no, just Blu-ray again. Okay, that's yeah, fine. Which is faster, faster than the two-speed in the PS3. So your in- installs will be significantly faster. Cool. They they don't. We don't know about the hard disk though. No. Five hundred gigs. Probably. That's my my estimate. Five hundred gig minimum. Probs. And it will be a hard disk, not an SSD. Yeah, definitely. Will it be uh, replaceable though? I. It, they, they found some success with that. I think on PS3. Yeah. So, so probably, I, yeah. I would, I would expect that to happen again. Yeah, I expect so too. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So they then showed UE four running on it. Oh, UE four, not really. Did we say about the um, guy? Kai didn't. It wasn't related to that. They had the uh, play any PS four game on your Vita. 
by transmission thing. Yeah. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they want to, they're bringing back remote play. Remote play, yeah. Which they always kind of had, but no one supported it. <laughs> quite flash, though. They were trying to, they're trying to get as many games as but possible. It looked as it. flash as it did the first time they showed it with PSP to PS3. But and that's when it works, that was kind of cool. But What's it the- just worked so rarely. <laughs> oh, and the other thing about that, like the pre-downloading thing background downloads mm-hmm. i thought that was another thing where it was like what kind of world do you live in exactly where they're like oh it will based on your games oh, yeah. you download games that we, we think you we might think buy you might like, oh, like yeah we're gonna be real good for my bandwidth <laughs> i'm turning that shit right up yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. it's an option on the existing ps plus it's hilarious to a degree some of that stuff is yeah no so yeah they showed ue4 running, which was supposedly a live demo, but you know, it's just going to be a video. It's just the same tech demo. Well, no, no, no yeah. it, was, it was live, wasn't it? Because he was, he could, that was what they were using. Well, he was looking around the slightly. Yeah. It was a PC demo from last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Running on a PC. Yeah. Probably yeah. <laughs> a PS4 dev kit, but at this point, come on. Possibly. Um, and then the stuff that no one was really surprised about, infamous trailer, <laughs> just a trailer. No real... I missed that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, nothing, nothing to shout about. No one cares. It was, the dra- it was the dramatic... You don't have control. Conspiracy guy. Yeah. Oh, right. I thought the, he the, was talking the, about Watch Dogs. I got no, confused. there was another one <laughs> who <laughs> also did a very similar conspiracy oh, guy. Right. Okay, and there's, been, there's been people that have made the mistake online of getting the footage confused between the two right. by showing screenshots of one saying, this is the new Kill Zone. No, no, that's infamous. This is the new Watch Dogs. No, that's also infamous. You know? <laughs> it was basically exactly... Was, I, I wonder how far in advance they knew that because it must have sucked to be the second guy where it's like, oh, that guy just stole my bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what I meant. Uh, at least he didn't have the car bit. Like, yeah, that was, car bit was even more exciting. Weird. What the drive club did. Yeah. That guy was. It was, it was a bit. Would, yeah. He was a bit too enthusiastic and a bit too. Well, you know, he was kind of. He was the first Brit on stage and it's just like, yeah, you're a Muppet. No, he wasn't. Dave Perry. And, is, he, is he not? I thought Earthworm Tim was British and shiny and all that. Maybe not. I don't think so. No, oh, right, mate. It's American. Who knows? Yeah, okay. Dave Perry. Fair enough. There, there was another Dave Perry who was British and was a video game commentator around the same oh, right. time. Okay. He used to wear a bandana. <laughs> was on, like, Games Master and Games World that. a few times. And... Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, yeah. Annoyingly has the same name. And I, guy... I know I was confused about that for a long time. <laughs> that guy totally was crazy, though. Yes. He's, the, he, he's what Dave Perry should be. And he did the classic, like... The classic failing of talking about technology, where he was like, "Oh, we modelled the individual light rays hitting the carbon fibers." It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you made a model to simulate it's a texture, that. <laughs> but, but, or a like, lighting map. Yeah, it'd be a lighting thing. He's you from, didn't model individual fibers of carbon fiber. He's from Northern, Northern Ireland. Ireland. Dave Perry, apparently. Let's have a look at Shiny Entertainment. Where are they from? Shiny. <laughs> Live Wikipedia. Uh, California, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Groovy. <laughs> um, so yeah, they did. The, I they showed Killzone Shadowfall. Yeah, which I got to admit, actually visually it looks really good, but gameplay wise, it's a shooter. It looked really cool uh, yeah. visually. I didn't really want to play it, but I mean, it looked a lot nice, nicer than other Killzone games. Yeah. But it wasn't so grimy. It was like a bit more. Uh, sort of well, like, yeah. The, where just where in the timeline is this? So I suppose we've never really seen Vector in the Killzone series before. But yeah. he's like, there's this long time. And then the weird sort of like 
Berlin Wall theory between like them and the Hell Gun right next to each other. We could make an interesting game, but it's retarded in concept. But <laughs> it was like it was super pretty uh, when they were like running around shooting. But then the moment he got on that helicopter, it was like, whoa! Look at all this stuff they're rendering when yeah. they were flying through the city and stuff. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, so it's a very impressive demo. Just if if nothing else, if visually that was what it's going to look like, then that's fine. Yeah, kind of exactly. like how. They look next gen. You know, they, you know, like it's, it's not as bad as the what they pulled with the original Killzone Two demo. Let's put it that way. It's like this is what the PS3 could do. Yeah, that was all lies. Yeah, as it turns out, and then they made real. and then they made the game like that. But, what if well, lies? Could be, but I don't think they'd risk that again. Considering <laughs> right. that was completely, uh, uh, they got rumbled on that one. Yep. So there was all that. There was Drive Club. It's a driving game. Um, yeah. It's like forget headcam or whatever it is. This is. <laughs> This is this is real, man. This is touch the car cam. Touch yes, the car. Like However, that's going to work because the feel of the the first time you sit down in this car and it goes through the ridiculous effort of, of animating the seat animating belt. the seatbelt and it's like four point harness or whatever. It's like no one <laughs> and then, oh, I liked how it was like it's dramatically doing all this seatbelt shit and then there's you can actually see it happen where it's like oh, and then the camera locks. <laughs> you yeah. can see the mode where it's like okay, now we're in driving mode. Yeah. But there's like there's other weirdness as well because it's like oh who would want to play like that because you've got this tiny little view area yeah. like you've got this ridiculously pretty game and it's like well it's probably going to be about this big it's like how all car games have been ever <laughs> no one plays in car yeah. crazy people yeah the form factor is just not you need one of those like wrap around monitor setups really if you're going to do that otherwise just yeah. play a bumper cam or whatever pretty much um it could be alright but it may be I don't quite know what direction they want to go in. Is this going to be the next GT-esque thing, or are they trying to take Forza Horizon on? I don't um, think it's going to be good. I think it'll be a crash and burn. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be anything. It doesn't. It, I, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, and it, it's like it cut, it, that seems to, seems to me to be like it, there's no way it could be as big as GT. It's like it's going to have like five cars or something. <laughs> Because it's like, where did this come from? It's just sprung up suddenly, and they're making these ridiculously detailed models. That right, must be spending not, a lot of time. Well, see, I think that's where GT goes wrong, actually. Number of cars doesn't make a good game. No, but it's, true. it's just like... that. It's been in quite a lot of car games, right? So, like, you just, you've spent too long just making models and sounds. And <laughs> how about making a game? <laughs> that's, where, that's what Forza gets it, right? Yeah, exactly. Um... I sort of agree with you. The GT5 had a bit of that problem, and it's like it's another GT game, and some of the cars look really good, but most of them look awful, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Um, so then came the Witness. Yeah. Oh yes. I'm Jonathan glad that's Blow. Out. I've, <laughs> I've Jonathan Blow and explosions are shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, oh, I loved all those explosions, didn't you guys? Mm. We, we, uh, <laughs> the thing that got me about that demo was that he went to the effort of saying like everything is there for a reason and we made an effort to make everything as compact as possible so it opens with this landscape thing and it's like really? So that tree is important to me is it? it probably well, is. It's like what they said I if they, that's another bit of marketing speak that I remember from like Side 2 where they were like every inch of this thing is designed to be a battlefield so you can fight over every inch of this planet. it's like no, 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 no. <laughs> fight in the installations and that's it. You can't, you can't really fight in this lump <laughs> or this big open plane. No. But on on the contrary, with the witness, it does sound like from what the bomb guys are talking about and everything we know about Jonathan Blow that probably every inch of that island probably does have thought gone into it. Well, there'll be a, there'll, <laughs> it seems like the whole idea of it is basically like the puzzles are, are visually simple, but the clues are in the environment, so there probably will be a lot of yeah 
a lot of that stuff will be designed, but maybe there will be some. I'm sure oh, yeah. you can't design every inch of everything. There's going to be some aesthetic. No. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It looked quite cool, though, aesthetically, though. Yeah, it was quite nice. As I say, it wasn't, it wasn't one of those demos that you're just sitting there going, oh, wow, this really proves the power of PS4. It's just like, it was a good looking game that probably oh, could yeah, be yeah, done yeah. on a you know, RPCs. And it's going to be so. Yeah. I don't have to care about that. I was, yeah. That was fortunate because it was like, oh, that's a game that I'd actually want. But luckily, don't have to buy a PS4 for that. Yes, <laughs> it yes. also looks a bit like every puzzle is going to, or pretty much most of the puzzles are going to be, oh, you need to draw a path on this panel yeah. thing in some way, but what that path is, you need to try and figure out somehow. Yeah, I think that it's not going to be simple. <laughs> and it's not going to be the same over and over again. It's going to be... It's going to be the same, same as a lot of those puzzle games. It's going to uh, be like Antichamber. Yeah. <laughs> So then Quantic Dream Dream turned up. To say nothing at all. Nothing new. People have got very confused about that graph they showed, about (laughs) the poly count of the characters. And it's like, all of that is like, none of that is PS4 related. Because it's like, Beyond is going to be PS3. Right. It's like, like, 30,000 polygons on PS4. It's like, that's that's not that impressive. PS3 can do that. Shut your face. Um, So yeah, that was... No one knows what polygons mean. Yeah. So then they showed their old man demo, which I think we may have seen... It looked awfully familiar. I can't. I think it was. I don't think we'd seen it before, but you know, seen that kind of demo before. Yeah, for the maybe last twenty years. Maybe. Or something. And yeah, it's quite impressive. You know, it's Quantic Dream. We kind of expect it of them now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but was... it's like if that's just the head, and that's all, and that's running on a PS4 hardware, it's like, is that all we're getting? Is that like the best possible head you <laughs> head can make? And <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing else you can add. Like, or, you know, it's, it's it was neat. But it's it's going to be set yeah. in the Futurama universe, and everyone's going to be a, brain, a head in the jar. Yeah, it, it's it's just it's <laughs> make just, that game. Yeah, you know, it's just obvious that Quantic Dream obviously aren't making a more, game. Yeah, one, they're working <laughs> on Beyond, but you know, they're not thinking of a PS4 game yet. No. Well, they're probably thinking of it, but they're not. So they're why definitely did they not bring them out because they they want someone to say polygons. Yeah, probably. Well, they're really good at face tech. Let's be honest; they're some of the best in the business for that. Face, face. So then Media Molecule came out with their ridiculous, weird, like, hey, we haven't forgotten about the Move controller. I want to see how that actually works, that sculpting bullshit. The sculpting, I think, was okay, but... That demo where they're moving the guys yeah, around. That was, it's like that, that looked like that, marketing. Like, it's like how did they control like the other all the other things? Like, you know, the location of where they are, sort of I can see that they could work that out, but then how did they Get him to pick up the guitar and just so, and then hold it in just a certain well, that's way. That's preset then... like animation and clip points, isn't it? It's yeah, I guess. Be, like that, you you just, you model the guitar, and then you say when the character picks up the guitar, the attach points for the hands is here and here, and it changes his pose to this. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think that whole thing was pre-done, obviously. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that represented a real game. It didn't seem to. <laughs> it doesn't represent a game anyway. It's like it sculpting. The actual sculpting application, though, looked cool. It I mean, could be cool as a little mini app. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be a full product, but they could release it as a cheap app for, for use on the main. Yeah. Put it into home and then have, <laughs> have, it, and have it be like <laughs> Second Life home. really good. Yeah, yeah. That, that could be pretty cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, Apart from millions of millions of dicks. Oh, yes. <laughs> Precisely rendered sculpted dicks. <laughs> Little veins and shit. Forever of the penis. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. that quite nicely for um, uh, sport shit. Yeah, it? exactly. That, as soon Sculpture as you put dudes. crafting tools in the hands of people, just dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so then Capcom came, came out. 
to sort of show off their deep down engine. Oh, well, the Panta Ray. <laughs> Panta Ray. This <laughs> is an insane name. But uh, uh, deep down was the game they're showing. Um, I liked his translator guy because obviously he comes out and talks this, um, you know, typically Japanese Japanese. Yeah. And then it is. <laughs> the language. Yeah. And then, but then his translator guy sounds like a Harley biker. He's like, kind of go, hey, we're playing this game. Yeah, that's true. He did sound pretty hardcore. He did look like he was so muscly he didn't really fit a suit. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. He looked a bit like. Um, like how did he become a translator? He was like. He used to work in a motorcycle shop that did international <laughs> shipping. <laughs> and he gradually became good at languages. He's a wrestler who's also very good at languages somehow. He was, he was strong on the sumo circuit, maybe. That's how he picked up Japanese. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I couldn't help but think that that lead character in the Deep Down demo looks a lot like Zaid from Mass Effect. <laughs> right. I see enough of him, but maybe, I guess. But it's quite an impressive demo if that Graphic was running thing, yeah it was it was pretty good and it's the, thematically it just like looked Dungeons and Dragons yeah you know, well, they can't look like Demon's Souls it's just another whatever <laughs> the, the two other games they made yeah, yeah. Demon's Souls it's fine and that other one I forget yeah the wasn't there was it it's quite you know cl- classical design isn't it but classical um, <laughs> so then we saw this Luminous demo from Square again which we'd seen <laughs> again. before it, again we'd seen that before but they never they hadn't Said, we saw that at E3 last year, but they hadn't said before what it was running on. This was like their, oh, they, they, we were building this, presumably they were building it on an insane PC at the time. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, here's what we want to achieve with the next Final Fantasy game. And they just took the same demo and said, oh, I wonder if this will run on PS4. Oh, wait, it does. Oh, yeah. wait, it does, yeah. And it's, it was a bit, you know, it was a bit lackluster because, <laughs> oh, we've seen this exact demo before. Yeah. So it's like, you don't really need us to show that, show this. No. I guess. Um, and then they said, as, "And we're as, making Final Fantasy." Yeah, as they said in the a little wrap-up video that I saw, it was like, "And uh, the Square came out and showed the same demo again." And yeah. then they said, "We've got something else to show you." And E three, lol. Yeah, and they got a whole different guy to come out and say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In one line. Yeah, it's like, "Thank you, thank you, Final Fantasy is coming." Thank you. Why was why is that luminous game not Final Fantasy? It looks like it could be a Final Fantasy game. Name of their it's not, well, yeah, but I mean. Be, that that game doesn't look like it. It'll be an when they make it's when, an interesting world they have in that demo, isn't it? Like with guys with guns. Yeah, and, sort of. And well, it's not like they've had. It's not like Final Fantasy hasn't had summons and guns before. No, but <laughs> quite a lot. Well, but if they go that route, I'm kind of happy about it. But it doesn't. Like, I don't think that. I, I like that. I think when normally they when they do demo, it seems to me like when they've done demos for Final Fantasy before, they slip in a very specific Final Fantasy thing just to make sure you know it's Final Fantasy. I guess, yeah. <laughs> it's like that dragon wasn't the harlot. There no. wasn't any material going around. No, there's no chocobos. No. It's like, where was the black mage? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, so another gameplay demo of Watch Dogs came up. Watch Dogs. Looking like Watch Dogs. Still looks pretty cool. <laughs> I like the thing when I saw someone's comment about that where it's like, he... He does all this hacking shit, and he's like, oh, look, that woman's about to get robbed. Let's go and follow this criminal dude and stop him from robbing this woman. In the process, let's murder a load of cops! (laughs) It's like, I'm going to stop crime by killing the law enforcement, lol. He doesn't actually... Well, the only time he he causes harm to the cops is when he crashes that car. (laughs) Well... So he doesn't actually shoot at them. Yeah, but (laughs) that car was going pretty fast. (laughs) And and, yeah, the the, the slow-mo was cool. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I, 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 as before, it doesn't really tell us anything new about the game. It's kind of looking how 
I think we expected it to turn out. Modern day Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Basically. Like, yeah. Which, which, which is probably no bad thing. I think well, apart from they like, shouldn't you be making the Assassin's Creed game that's going to be the modern day Assassin's Creed when, you know, like Desmond's story and all this shit. <laughs> Maybe get around to doing that. Well, they have announced that the next one after three isn't going to be in, yeah, in America. America anymore. They're changing scene straight away. Cool. Um, they've probably done all they want, really wanted to do there. <laughs> they probably realised that everyone hated free. <laughs> Yeah. Comparatively speaking, it did apparently. It's more so than Revelation because that's got a bit of a bad. Rap. Well, I think people were more disappointed by three because it was more expectation because it was free. Revelations, not yeah, a subverb two. Exactly, it was being made by the, the studio that made two had just made three. You know, after that, and all the other ones were another studio, weren't they? I yeah. Think. So, um, so I think people oh, one of the, or the many Ubisoft. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. I, which is a shame, which is interesting because I think that means that Brotherhood turns out to be one, probably one of the best in the series, mm. if not the best in the series, although arguably. So Blizzard turned up. For some reason. To say, hey, we're making a console game. So that they could put a giant Blizzard logo on their screen, and that was basically why. Yeah. <laughs> so they're porting Diablo 3 for PS4 and PS3. We. Um, so, what well, you... No one's, that, that game caused a huge stir when it came out. And, and now nobody about cares about it. Yeah. I, I think it's, historically, there's kind of, it, it's probably a good thing for Blizzard to be doing because they, they used to have a bit of a relationship with Sony with the, the early Diablo games because I think they got PS1 releases. They did. And, um, yeah, I think they worked okay on PS. Yeah, exactly. It, that, I, that game, I think, could work pretty well on yeah, a console. Fine, sure. So. But, the controller but I was kind of like, it's like it's Blizzard. Oh, they, they, you know, it's been quite a long time since Diablo Three came out, like over six months. It's like presumably they're going to tell us something new and groundbreaking. No, disappointment. No. It's Blizzard. It's like why even release it for the PS4? It's fine to release it on PS3, but by the time the PS4 comes out, it'll be hell old. <laughs> by the time they release it for the PS3, it's probably going to be like by the end of PS3's life cycle. It's like releasing anything, but it's not a, now. Like, it's not a. New and awesome looking enough game to make people care about it on PS4, I don't think. More, because, you know. Yeah, probably not. After all that time has passed. Maybe it's just to say, hey, look, PS4 can do MMOs, sort of. Not even an MMO. It's not really, you know, it's not really, but, you know, that sort of game ish. Perhaps. Um, so then we pretty much finished on the Bungie thing, mm-hmm. saying Bungie are supporting Bungie? PS4. And PS3. Yeah, Destiny will release on both, apparently. I still don't get why they're putting Destiny on the current gen console. Seems like an odd decision when it's supposed to last for 10 years or something. Well, it'll just be a version of whatever. Yeah, but it seems like they're limiting themselves. I mean, I get that that there's a lot of money there in in 360 and PS3 markets and stuff because of the established base and stuff. That's probably just because they started work on it for those consoles, Maybe. perhaps. Maybe. Not knowing, not not having a realistic guide yeah. as to when the new ones were coming out. And it's like, well, we now that now that we know, we can make this yeah. a version even better. But they still haven't said enough about what it even is to know. It's like, no. is it a single game or is it meant to be like an MMO where they're just going to update it over time? Or? Yeah, we don't know. But as my note is, we still don't know much more than it's going to be a shooter and co-op plays a big role. Well, no, it's kind of implied to be massively multiplayer. Like, they keep using words like raid and dungeon. Yeah, yeah but that doesn't mean massively multiplayer. Well, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, true. Because, you know, those are instances which aren't necessarily MMOs 
at heart anyway, you know, when you go dungeoning. Well, know. raids, in the World of Warcraft speak, I suppose, raids yeah. implies like hundreds of They were talking like six player raid or something, seven or eight. That's not so That's a dungeon. <laughs> yes. <not> a <laughs> okay, dungeon, yeah. Uh, and that's it, that brings us to the end of the PS4 meeting. Or something. And then they said, coming holiday 2013. For a high price, because of that run. Which is probably going to be worth it on the long run. If, if, if they say 599 US dollars, I will be so happy. Funny. It's going to be more. It won't be more. It, will. it can't be more. <laughs> it's going to be so expensive. It's going to be like a thousand bucks. What makes you say that? Because they're crazy. And then I'm just, if they if they have thought they could get away with it now now that it's just a PC, we'll be like, well, how much would you spend on a PC? You know, what, well, in, a, in a weird way, I think prices are definitely, especially as a PC that's going to last seven years. I think the prices are going to go up like this generation. Uh, and weirdly, the, the way my head is working with that, and I think it's because of tablets. You might think of the people that the amount of people that buy ludicrously <laughs> expensive tablets, like myself. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it yeah, is an extra fine money for this shit. <laughs> it, it but tablets is like they're they sort of seem. This is a ridiculous perception thing, but it, it's like the perception of a tablet is like it's more expensive because you've had to miniaturize all this technology to cram it in here to make it run so well. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's that. There is that. Whereas in a console, you're looking at this giant fucking box. Particularly if it's just a PC now, we don't you know even what know PCs how... like giant fucking boxes. Exactly. <laughs> we don't even know how big the box is going to be for the PS4. No, we didn't show it. Show it. <laughs> no, but that doesn't bother me at all. No, it's not. Think... Even if it looks like a George Foreman again, it won't matter. I think the funniest thing would be if, like, when they actually show what it looks like it literally it, it's actually a vertical tower because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that would be the that would just be the ultimate like the PC yeah it's like Bates, no like, how like, is it going to fit in my entertainment centre it's a vertical tower fuck <laughs> <laughs> like the 90s like with like multimedia on with a turbo on button on the front it changes <laughs> a number <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Sony inside it's like actually, it's like actually we've discovered that PC components work better when they're vertical <laughs> <laughs> fuck you gravity uh, yeah so that's that I I feel like I should be more excited than I am I mean, you're, not, it's like you're less interested in PlayStation anyway yeah I am as I'm, you discussed earlier about you yeah. don't think they're going to support it with actual games and shit <laughs> You're true, but I, I, I should be impressed by the tech more than I think I am. I don't it's think like, they've been specific enough about it either, really. It's like, especially now, it's, well, it's been so long since the last consoles, we're all just used to PCs now, and, you know, PC yeah, tech has been doing what it's doing. <laughs> yeah, and this is just a, a minor step up from there. It's not like, I feel like when the last stuff came out, and, you know, you first popped Project Gotham 3 into the Xbox and saw the motion blur and saw the level of detail well, that's there. That's was... inevitable, isn't and it? And that was... But you know what I mean? That was a... That felt like a massive step up from the PC at the time. Right, yeah. Your equivalent was Battlefield 2, I suppose, being one of the most yeah. visually impressive games at the time. And it's like... And then PGR3 just comes along and goes, wow, this is a level of quality and a level of... a yeah. look that we've never seen before. You're not going to get And it. also, we haven't, yeah. really. Specifically. No. It was like N64s and shit. <laughs> well, yeah, from a console. I had an Xbox, so... Yeah, I mean, uh, Crisis 3 came out this week, and, you know, yeah. you saw that, I saw that quick look, and shit, that looks freaking amazing. <laughs> and there's a great trailer for it as well, with um, the ZZ Top trailer. I haven't seen that. It's playing Sharp Dressed Man. 
And then, then, then it just then, ends in the in then, the words in the middle of the screen saying suit up. <laughs> Women go crazy for shop dress man playing guitar hero. Man, I miss guitar hero one and two. <laughs> you could play them. Yeah, you, you can't play one. You have a PS two. No, I don't anymore. Oh. Yeah. You got rid of the slim. Yeah, well I think I left it at my friend's house oh. and then he's got it and then he did pay me back for it but not not until like last two weeks ago or something. oh really yeah yeah oh shit I've got your PS2 yeah 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 it was really because he lives in America oh so shit he like, but he paid me back it was really kind of him that was really kind of him yeah and he paid me at that the price it would have been it would have been yeah that's that's really good yeah of him, he's a cool actually. guy kudos to you he's a cool guy Zan Zan Naz he's the man he, he's your your friendly neighborhood DJ in Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> word up. Yeah, word up. So I had some crazy fucking dreams this week. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, no, here comes a random. I'm pretty sure I had a couple, but I, I never remember them. I just woke up and then I thought, holy shit, that, oh, was, that was weird. pretty and weird. Then, and then but, I went back to sleep. Oh, yes. yeah, normally I'm the same way as that, where I can't remember. The reason I bring it up is because I'm quite vividly remember this one and I don't quite know why like what it was about so let me take you through this journey (laughs) (laughs) it's not as bad as it seems really it's just like I can't quite work out why I was thinking of these things it was like earlier in the week and um, so it starts off with me going through what what looks a bit like an airport in its design and I'm sort of going through border control and that kind of stuff but as it turns out it's it's like an international um Train station, a bit like Eurostar, right, a bit like yeah. Ebb's fleet, but a bit more grand and a bit bigger scale, more yeah. like an airport. Some pancreas. Sort of. Something like that, yeah. And um, But then something happens. Some some guys come in wearing balaclavas and stuff like that. Beat oh, us no. over the head, bag over the head style. Oh no, I've been, I've been captured somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what I've done. Um, and, and the next thing I know, the bag's been lifting off her head. We're walking along... Um, we seem some distance away, but we're also we're still near train tracks, and it's like there's <laughs> this, this is where it starts getting properly fucked and like a tiny bit weird. So we walk on the tra- tracks. It's like it's the middle of nowhere. You can't see any of where we were. Anyway, it's kind of grassy. There's a bridge going over. It's a bit like when you're coming into London, I suppose, down the Liverpool Street run, except a lot wider. Mm. So wide enough for the fact that there can be houses in between the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and in and in this first house. For some reason, through the window, there seems to be a, a sort of happy family scene going on, like with a, a like sort of hippie pink and orange colours, like on the wall for some reason, and a, and a, and a girl dancing. Yeah. And it's like, and then <laughs> but we just walk past that. <laughs> and then we go to the next house. <laughs> oh, no. Which is all blacked out and stuff like that. And we get put in this house and... um we sort of look back as we're walking past this first house to sort of see what's going on. It looks like whatever this weird shit was going on in that room is some kind of facade. Like it's all a, <laughs> it's all a, a, a ruse. <laughs> for some reason, this house is happy go time. It's, it's like we're putting this thing. <laughs> <laughs> they could only pull off the camouflage in that first movie, and then the next one's just black now. Yeah, between the changes. Dramatically positioned. Um, so yeah, and then there's um, a little bit of sitting around in what looks like a rusty container <laughs> inside this house. Yeah, there was some conversation happened there between between the hostages. Like it wasn't just me, as it turns out. There was quite a few of us. And then, uh, so 
You've been taken by your international train yeah. station. So, <laughs> so for some reason, right, this is where like, the, 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 the cap... What, what's the word? There are imprisoners, I suppose. Don't seem like the best terrorists yeah. in terms of their intelligence. Because it's like, the next thing I know, they didn't think of just, oh, we could just keep them here while we go about our business for whatever reason. No, they take us with them wherever they go. Okay, right. So we end up going to... Um, uh, um, being taken to I think well, it looks a bit like a laundrette slash barber shop I might have been both at the same time <laughs> we sort of sat on those rows of chairs that they sort of have in there and sort of like or, or being given menacing looks like as if you, you better not run kind of thing <laughs> don't know what's going on here naturally I get up and run <laughs> and then get out of this thing and then they start I'm running down the street and they're starting to shoot at me for some reason killing some bystanders <laughs> <laughs> naturally <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and then uh, the, this is the weird. This is where the scene changes a slight, slight, slightly more bizarre. Um, suddenly, I'm in an area that looks a bit like Cambridge in terms of its architecture, sort of rivers and bridges and uh, stonework, that kind of thing. But <laughs> I appear to be in the middle of a like some kind of music festival for some reason. And I'm being followed by these guys, and I know I've got to try and get away and stuff like that. But at this point, I kind of know, like, oh, no, but I haven't got a, a ticket, and they'll, they'll need to see my ticket in order to get out of this festival. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're trapped in the festival. Yes. Yeah, like, why am I here? Um, so instead of, like, going, the, the only route out of this festival is over this bridge, and of course it's marked by people, and it's like, oh, no, those... Those two, I think it was two girls. <laughs> these two, these two ladies are going to stop me, and I'm going to get caught. And get shot. <laughs> it's like, so, so instead of going over the bridge, naturally I dive in the water. <laughs> of course, security, <laughs> it's creed style. <laughs> find myself in this like, uh, what, what looks like a, a, a university sort of like um, dorm complex, I suppose, Makes but with sense. many more barriers and and uh, gratings and things like that that I'm trying to jump over. And it's here that I bump into a couple of other of the hostages that I was with. And they explain, oh, it's this it's this mysterious order. There's people everywhere. <laughs> they, they're going to come get you. It's like, you can, you can, no one's safe. And that's pretty much why I woke up. Right. <laughs> awesome. But it's just like the level of detail that I remember about it. It's just a little bit insane. That's a cool story. Cool story, <laughs> cool story bro. bro. That could make a good game. It's like Assassin's Creed, basically. <laughs> Break out of the music festival. <laughs> oh, that's why I thought that was worth sharing. Cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so what does my dream tell me? <laughs> what does it mean? It tells you you need to finish more of your music tracks. You're trapped in the music You're festival. trapped in the music festival. That's what, that's what it is. The endless creative cycle. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> there you go. Okay. okay. Don't go on Eurostar. <laughs> or otherwise you'll be captured and taken to a strange second house beyond the first. They're <laughs> 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 doing the strange dress. <laughs> the hippies dancing happily in the first house will ignore you as you are taken to the grim second house. <laughs> the grim second house. <laughs> Whereupon you will hang around for a while in a rusty container. Which it isn't any less um, sort of camouflaged in the first house really it looks exactly the same it just doesn't have this hippie room at the front so yes oh, there you go I feel better for getting that off my chest <laughs> right thanks I'm glad we could provide you with a forum here on the Salicard <laughs> therapy session <laughs>
Indeed. Uh, right, so, Rob, <laughs> what have you been playing? Um, maybe this will be like where some of the influence came from. I don't know. Um, I'm playing a lot more XCOM. Don't know quite what that has to do with the order or anything. XCOM. Um, so I'm right at the end of that game. Yep. I'm on the last mission. Sweet. Um, and I attempted the last mission and kind of ballsed it up real bad. <laughs> um, Easily done, I imagine. Ethereal because it's, it's a bastard mission. It is a right nice. bastard, and also because it's like badly designed, basically. Well, yeah, it's just the like ending of that, especially, is a, is a shit. Where it's just like the whole concept of this mission. It's like it makes sense where it's like going through all of the aliens you've seen in like individual little parts, segregated basically. species rooms, almost. Yeah. yeah, but like. The whole idea of that mission goes against the way the rest of the game is designed to play, basically. Yeah. And then, so and then it also had. Then that's made obvious by like, oh, you failed. Restart. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's locked you into this basically sequence. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. You know, I got myself really screwed up at the end. So. Um, uh, potential spoiler warning. <laughs> yeah. The the end of the last mission. Uh, is basically just a, a there's a single long corridor mm. with no cover in which you have to walk through, and it's the moment you get into that room, um, two ethereals, an uber ethereal, and a couple of elite mutons spawn. Yeah, um, uh, and like most of them have Overwatch on, I think, at that moment. So you, getting into that room is really difficult without someone dying. Well, it's or, like you sort of had you sort of had to realise that it was going to be like that and just have everyone, all your crew standing as close to the final door as you yeah. could and then everyone runs in at once. You can't, like, scout it. <laughs> yeah, so I had a problem when I did it because the door was open for me oh. when, when I got there. And secondly, I didn't really quite expect that whole sequence and for them to just appear and for me to be boned. So I had a mind-controlled mutal under my command at that point who I just ran the fuck in there. Well... That makes sense. But then it just set off the whole sequence and my guys weren't near enough and it's like, well, fuck. But then you just like them when they're walking down that incredibly long thing corridor. Which worked for a bit. And then you realise that sometimes the if, if if those ethereals have, I hate their fucking can reflect your attacks. Yeah, because sometimes you just get tons of that in a row. So a couple of the ethereals just come out of the corridor and mind control a couple of your dudes and you're like, well, fuck, I'm really quite boned here. So I I haven't worked out what the actual mechanic for the reflection is. Like, is it just like if you miss badly, then they reflect, or is it just like any yeah, miss gets reflected, or is it yeah it's hard some to... other weird statistic that you're not actually aware of? It's really hard to tell. I was thinking, to... well, it's like what if you what if you deliberately use laser weapons? It's like can they reflect lasers? Because it's like plasma bolts, that makes sense. But it's like lasers, it's just like a beam. <laughs> they shouldn't be able to reflect that. So, yeah, so after my dramatic failure, and this mission's a long mission, yeah. it took me like an hour and a half to get to this point. So I, I was retrying that segment quite, you know, reloading that segment and trying many different tactics with my current team to try to get work. I'd lost my shiv at this point, yeah, which was kind of annoying. Um, and I had five other guys, and one of them, only one of them was really psychically trained. Yeah. And it's... um. The main one. Yeah, the volunteer. <laughs> and it, um, yeah, so that didn't go very well. So I've come out of that and I've now tried to train up a squad that is like Psy aware and also, um, I have, I've got the, the, I've got most of the upgrades and stuff now. Like, it's a, pretty much everything you can buy, I have. Yeah. And it's, um, 
Uh, so I've been trying to do, you know, build up a new squad from scratch so they get that will bonus that will hopefully stop them getting mind controlled. And, um, uh, if you, you know, you're picking out the, a squad in specific from the next one and giving them all the mind shields so they can all, like, in theory, survive that stuff a little better. Or you can go for um, the really dumb plan. A total shiv. Yep. All shivs gone. <laughs> <laughs> but then you can't. And what, what, one guy to repair them or something? Or... Well, you have to have the volunteer, so... <laughs> yeah, give him the repair tool. Well, not even. Don't even bother, just go with shivs. Just go with Five hover shivs. <laughs> that could be funny. Yeah, maybe I'll try that. <laughs> <laughs> just to sort of see what the sequences are like with just him. Yeah. Because <laughs> they can't get my control. For some reason, they can't put shivs in the in the intro sequences. No. So, like, whenever you go into a mission with robots, it's like... They don't appear for some reason. You just have your dudes. Yeah, it's kind of entertaining. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm doing that. Um, I'm also playing it with the controller now. Yeah, pretty as as my primary method of control. How's that going? Um, it's pretty good to be honest. Not only because of the weird additional vocals you get, which are sometimes kind of annoying. Like yep. a lot of people will say, "I'm going on Overwatch." I'm going on my Overwatch. I've got my eyes on. They say it every time. Yeah, they say it every time. But they also have like the little acknowledgement stuff when they're moving. Even is yep. is more. And it's like you do. It's like there's the question like why is that not there when you're using the mouse? Yeah, and it's like but there is a. It does make it easier to actually see around the level because the mouse can make the they make certain walls and stuff go invisible when you're moving around to try and make it easier to see where you're supposed to be pointing. But the, that can sort of glitch out a bit with the mouse. And sometimes it's actually hard to get it to go where you want. Um, but then the controller has a, a, a similar problem in that when you're pointing where to go, instead of getting the nice sort of like cube marker that comes up to say you're selecting this square, mm-hmm. it's like you just get this little round cursor and it kind of moves kind of freely. And then your character snaps to the square when it finishes, yeah. which has screwed me up on a couple of occasions because it hasn't snapped to cover or has gone somewhere next to it and it's, well, like, it's like well I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm in the snapped location the little shields are showing and it's like and it just hasn't gone there and you're like well fuck well, you have to jiggle it it's like when you get near to the near to the square you want you have to like push it towards the cover a little bit and make sure it goes boink and pulls back and snaps into the square yeah I mean it, but it's it's kind of irritating because sometimes it just doesn't seem to do that or doesn't work and then you're like boned because you've got a guy standing out of cover or something you're like well fuck I'm going to have to use my second movement or something just to put them back into the where I want to go in the first place I think I've only ever had people get in the wrong position when I've pushed the button <laughs> before I've checked that it's got there I'm just like well, I think, and it's like oh wait you've ended up in the square next to where I thought I was pointing <laughs> yeah, yeah shit it's happened a few times and so I and I know there isn't a controller equivalent but I kind of do miss the key, the number key shortcuts after a while because the only one you get is Y to go to Overwatch yeah and yeah, well, then you have to use the D-pad to move between them and there's and the list doesn't circle it seems like I can't go left from the start to select something at the end of the list you know mm-hmm. li- little things like that are kind of but I, I do generally I think I prefer the controller mechanism to the mouse and keyboard but I kind of wish there was a hybrid option like if I could, if because it disables it complete the mouse completely like you can't use any of the menus once you've turned it on to control. For some reason, it doesn't fucking turn off the mouse cursor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really annoying. Things like that. Some really weird decisions there. Like I quite like to do the meta game with the mouse, maybe, and then uh, oh, and the Psy Labs are really glitchy on the controller. Are they? Yeah, you'll add someone to the list and it'll go. Oh, fine. So you'll move down to the empty slot in the Psy Labs yeah. and go. I'll add someone to this, and it will sometimes replace the first guy. 
and we'll just like keep doing that as you had like we'll go back and replace ones you've already had it's like no you'll like take out someone that's been in there for like nine days or something who's got one day left so it just makes sure you it just means you always like do a full batch and then wait until everyone's out so you don't like waste time or something in there it's, yeah so that's a bit t- glitchy but still a heck of a game but I think the, the end game yeah that last mission makes a few mistakes like just that last room well, the second last room is the last. Oh, what the double sector? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fucker. Well, that one was a vast one because that's when I discovered that sector pods are actually like the hacks. It was like because the first time I went in there, and I got I think the, the first they can attack twice and Overwatch. Well, yeah, that for a start, but that's something you have to deal with. But like, I think the first time I went in there, I had both my ships get immediately destroyed, <laughs> which kind of sucked. Mm. But it was like. I I think when I tried it again, I went in there and I knew I was like, oh, there's going to be set pods down here, obviously, because that's where they spawn. <laughs> so I was like, I knew where they were going to be. But if you go up there and like trigger them, no matter where you go from then onwards, they can target you with their missile barrage. Like I literally pretty much ran all the way back through the previous room and they were still shooting at my previous location every turn because oh, they could still know where I was. Yeah. It was like, so, well, so they don't they don't have to be able to see you to shoot. No. Well, you, yeah, I suppose it's maybe it had, fall, fell, falls under the free aim category. Yeah, but it's like, how would they even? They were targeting the square I was in every turn. It's yeah. like if I hadn't have been moving every turn, they would have been hitting me. Oh, I, oh, I see. Oh, that sounds like a glitch. But yeah, that was a bastard. And it's just like there's not, and that room is just not designed in your favour at all because no. there's no cover to get clean shots on uh, them and, and they can, always sit right at the bottom under the yeah and, it, and a lot of the cover you, that is there can gets immediately blown out yeah and it's yeah it's a it's an evil evil room just have to rocket them uh, yeah I think that's how I ended up dealing with it and my sniper's pretty devil awesome well yeah point. obviously snipers um, I still, I'm still yet to test whether the that other sniper, the top tier other sniper skill, actually lets you. Because in theory, those can't go into cover, so you could just be able to shoot them infinitely. <laughs> so yeah, XCOM, mm-hmm. still good, but I'm losing momentum now. <laughs> you're right again. Right right yeah. Well, yeah, but it's annoying that it's, it's not the it, even when I'm doing that. I think seeing the ending bit and knowing how bad it is has kind of made me less infused well, about just cheap it. Yeah, well, there's several ways you can cheap it. Okay. Well, it's like, well, obviously the main thing, it, which maybe I mean maybe should be obvious, is like you only have to kill the main ethereal. Hmm. So if you just dump all your fire on it as fast as possible, you could maybe just get it down, and then it'll trigger the end sequence. Oh, I did have I did have one level that I had one mission that I decided to restart because it started off so badly. <laughs> like it was one of those um, cargo ship missions, but I started sort of at a weird angle, right from from what you'd consider the front, I suppose. And um, as I walked forward, turns out there's like four different squads right next to the bloody spawn point. So I move a guy out to cover. Oh, I found a group of elite mutants. Move another guy to another bit of corridor. Like, you know, another bit of cover. Sort of like, oh, better, better put him in a good position to deal with this. Discovered a cyber disc. Moved another guy. Discovered some chrysalids. And finally, just because I thought, oh, fuck, there can't be anything. I'll get this guy to move move uh, a bit further forward and get some good cover and vice backwards. A sector pod. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fuck, there's no way I can win this one. So yeah, sort of. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> my save was before the drop off, and it generated a different level. <laughs> it's like I'll do that then. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I got that. That was a bit of a shitter. <laughs> Apparently, the easiest way to do that last mission is just to snipe it. 
like because they're that incredibly long corridor, if you've got a sniper with a squad site, you can just put them on a bit of cover outside the end of the room, open the door, and basically just snipe that and leave the guy in the face immediately. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perhaps if I had that. Well, yeah, if I could get a guy into the room. Well, yeah. So I'm, to see it. Assuming the door's meant to be closed. Yeah. Or it if was. you've got a mind control meet on. <laughs> Run right. in the fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it unfortunately didn't play out quite like that because I didn't know what was going to happen. No. And then, yeah. Um, All right, so you need full knowledge. Yeah. What's going to happen. It seems like a better approach. You have to be screwed over the first time to know what to do. Uh, yeah, I'll take like at least two shivs next time and perhaps three. And then, uh, yeah, just to reduce the possibility of uh, mind control, which is a real bastard. Yeah. Bad enough I've, never seen it, I've never seen it fail on the alien side either. Oh, I've seen it fail a few times, but they always automatically target the lowest will person, so it's yeah. <laughs> it always, always succeeds. So yeah, hopefully, I'll, I'll play it a bit longer to get my like new squad up, because I've picked the guy, I'm, I'm training the guys that seem to have naturally high will, so maybe they'll like be okay once I put them in mind shields or psi suits or something like that. See how that goes. Uh, yeah, so it's been that. Must have been playing. Played a tiny bit more Need for Speed Hot for Shoot last night. Whoa. <laughs> Classic. Well, yeah, it was kind of like where it's like half ten. I don't really know what to do. I don't really want to play it. I'm not in an XCOM mood right now. What do I do? Um, I let's just bang this on. And it's like... Every time I play that game, I feel like there's so much good here. But it just doesn't play very interestingly. Hmm. It's a dull, soulless experience, really, but it's just a shame because the, technically it's very, very well put together. It's a shame because Burnout 3 just had so much style and panache. Yeah. And they've kind of lost it since, I think, in some ways, criteria. Yeah, it's, it's a real shame. So, yeah, kind of felt a bit empty after playing that. Um, <laughs> hollowed. But you're definitely not interested in the, the open-worldy one. What's it? Nah. I still sort of am most in wanted. Most Wanted, but everyone says the single player is not very good, mm, and that it's all about the multiplayer. Um, and I wonder how much of that scene is left <laughs> after this amount of time. Just play Blair. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> still has a PC following. Yeah. Well, like last time I went on there, was 20, like people. twenty people. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Get them all in the game. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think what else I've been playing. Don't really know. I'm still attempting yeah. Sonic 4. Mm-hmm. I finally got all, all the Chaos Emeralds on that because the special stages get really hard. Like, really hard. The last three are kind of really quite difficult. So there's that. Cool. That sounds like um, your... Oh, I had... Yeah, I had one bit of negative to sort of say about... Um, I, I, you know, I've been playing Outwitters yeah. on the iPad quite a lot. It decided the other day that oh, I don't like you. I'm going to make you lose all your games. <laughs> and it's like, but I'm, I'm just as I was starting to get the upper hand on them as well, games that I turned around and it just then basically says, no, you've lost. And it doesn't say why. Right. It's like, well, what the fuck just happened? So I've gone off that game now. It's like, it's just, bah, humbug. <laughs> it's like, I don't feel good for like being on the upper hand and it giving it to the guy that was losing. It's like, what? what? Hit some kind of turn limit or something? <clears throat> but... I don't know. Don't know what happened. So fuck that game. <laughs> and I also played a bit more Space Team. 
with, with space it, team. With Eddie, and it's amazing. You are on a space team. <laughs> space team. <laughs> Yay! So, Zeg, what have you been playing? I played all kinds of shit. <laughs> I've been on a week of. It doesn't feel like. It's been another one of those weird weeks where it's like. It doesn't feel like I actually played anything I really wanted to play. I just ended up <laughs> playing things. Apart from Braid, I played that and that was good. So, yeah. Because of Jump and Blow? <laughs> no, You're just like, because I, I remembered that I had, that Rob got that for me for Christmas or whatever. Or was it you? I can't remember. Can't remember. Someone got that for me Once. for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I should probably play that. And also because I was... Had you not played that before? After Andy Chamber, I was like... I need more puzzles. Need more puzzles? <laughs> no, it was on your list for ages, wasn't it? Well, you, actually? you never played Braid? No. Oh, cool. You I like put it on my wish list at Christmas because of the old 10, thing, 10 things on your wish list achievement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what can I put to fill up these slots? Because I don't want to put shit oh. on there that people might actually buy me that I don't want. I put thought of something else I've played that is topical. Oh. So how would you like Braid? It was good. It was not long enough. <laughs> It kind of, it does get kind of tricky towards the end, but by your standards, I suppose it's not long. No, enough, yeah. it's like I blew for it in an evening. Mm-hmm. I, well, no, actually, I did sleep. Yeah, I did do it in one sitting. It was pretty close to one sitting. So yeah, so the ones towards the end get kind of tough. Yeah, sort of. Actually, what's what <laughs> what fucked me up was I like I missed I missed stuff right at the start of the game in like the first the first world mm. because well, it's kind of dumb. It was like one of them I didn't. There was one piece, there was two pieces that I knew I didn't know how to get to, and the two pieces of the puzzle. The, the puzzle, the, are these uh, in addition to the ones you needed? Like, or... What do you mean in addition to the ones you needed? Because you don't need to get all of them at all times, do you? To no, progress, so you don't need to, I don't think you need to get any of them, necessarily. No, that's just an extra, is it? Yeah. yeah. But uh, so there, I was like, there was two pieces in this, in one, in the, basically I was coming... I came through to the end of the screen and there were two pieces that I couldn't work out how to get. And I was like, well, obviously I don't have whatever I need to get those at the moment. And then I went through the door onto the next screen and there was another one. And it looked sort of similar in the way it was positioned as one of the previous ones. And I thought, oh, I can't get that one either. And then completely blanked over the really obvious way to get that one. And then when I came back, and uh, it was like these last three pieces that I had were the only ones I hadn't got in the entire game. I was like, what? I haven't got any more skills at this point. I haven't, like, unlocked a new ability or anything. So I must be able to get these somehow. And then I noticed that really obvious solution for that one. And then it's because it's the it's the meta. It's like, there's it's one of the places where it gets like super, even more meta than that whole game is anyway where it's like you this, what, this one puzzle piece that I skipped over the really obvious solution for allows you to make a platform in the picture yeah, yes. and then you can position that and that lets you get the other two that I missed yes. and I was like yeah. oh fuck yeah, I figured that one out <laughs> somehow I because I, I skipped that one piece that, uh, that I missed the obvious solution for you didn't have the picture I didn't realise that, that you can make that platform yeah <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was a, that was kind of a cooler one. That one. Yeah. That's in like the demo, isn't it? That, that, yeah, you yeah. can do that in the demo. Yeah, I completely missed it. But there's way more meta stuff than that, anyway. Like, I didn't, bot- I didn't, I sort of suspected, but I didn't know until I went and looked up because I was, I was like, I'm done. With this. I've got all the puzzle pieces, but there's like the super secret stuff, the stupid stars. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, I never went and did it, but... I sort of... The funny thing was, I nearly accidentally went to where one of them was, but... Because it was just... 
Well, it was one of the easier ones where you just had to basically double jump off an enemy to get up onto a platform and then the level scores up and it's like, oh, there's stuff up here and then you mm. do some other things. But I was trying to do that because I was like, oh, that's that looks a bit weird. There's like this suspicious looking bit of level where it looks like if I double jump off of these guys, I can go off the top of the screen. Maybe there's like a Mario exit or something. <laughs> and I was trying to do it and I was doing exactly the right thing. But apparently I just never quite never just quite got enough height to get onto this platform. <laughs> it's like I was doing exactly the right thing in the right place. Just didn't quite get the execution. But I didn't quite get up there, so I never saw it. And then I was like, well, obviously there's secret things. <laughs> you can, I mean, there is the, like, outside outside the house, there's, like, you see the constellation in the sky. Yeah. And it's like, that's meant, that's where the stars are. That's where it shows you how many you've got. But then I went and looked it up, and it's like, yeah, well, fuck, fuck those stars. There's no point in it. Well, yeah, and they're ridiculous. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you can get, get what, like, the easiest one in terms of execution is stand around for two and a half hours. Because <laughs> basically there's just a cloud platform that moves incredibly oh, slowly yes, no, no, along the, the whole length of the level. Yeah, that's the one I knew about. So you can fast forward it and make it slightly less... No, but you can't though. Because you can't fast forward further than where you've got oh, to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you could put it in eight times speed and just infinitely speed up the level, then that would be a lot quicker. That's- I mean, who discovered that? Really? Well, it is a, it is kind of like there's this really obvious out of place cloud platform, mm. but if you, if you didn't stand there for several minutes, you probably wouldn't notice that it was moving because mm. <laughs> it goes so slowly. That's crazy. But there's way more. The, like the later one, later stars are ridiculous. I mean, one of them is a bastard where you have to use that platform that you make in the level one picture in like the level select screen. Mm. Because you can hit, you can stand on it there as well. But also, you need to have two other puzzle pieces from the from the next level. But you can't assemble them, so you have to do this before you've put them together. Otherwise, you're screwed, and you have to start the whole game over. And you have to position them because there's like the outline of a star on the frame of that picture, mm-hmm. and these two pieces have the star on it, but not connected. They're like the wrong way up. Okay. So you have to position those in the world, and then position this platform so you can actually jump up and get it. Oh, weird. Yeah, that's a bastard. And then there's ones where you have to, like, do this whole level, but you... There's one where you have to, like, get an enemy to be in a specific place, which is already a kind of, like, you have to lure this enemy onto a moving platform and then move it into this position. And then you have to, like, basically stand there and let the enemy, like, jump at... It's one of those rabbits. You have to let the, let it jump at you a few times. Hmm. And it's like, why would I do that? But then, like, you have to go through all this other stuff, and then eventually you come to a platform where you have to jump off that enemy in midair by rewinding to the time when you were letting it jump at you. Right. <laughs> like, all oh, the way geez. back at the start of the level. <laughs> Jeez, that's that's intense. So, yeah, I looked at the videos for those, and then I was like, yep, fuck that. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> Jeez. It's the fact that people figured that out. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm always amazed by that. But, yeah, the, the rest of the game was good. and But it's sort of like Portal 2, where it's like, they have all these awesome mechanics, but not quite enough puzzles. But like, I wanted more, especially with like the later ones, like the the left right time thing and the ring mechanic. I thought those were awesome, but I, not I, sufficient. Yeah, I think a lot of those ones I actually ended up solving fairly accidentally. Like the time just happened to be at the right. You know, I managed to adjust it enough that it just things happened to work in the right way. Although the the only the real the one of those that was the most bastard was that stupid fucking. The, the, the left left to right time thing with that key. Yeah. <laughs> God, that level was a oh, pain. I remember that one. That was a pain. It was a royal pain. And there's one of the stars in there where you have to do 
that whole th- basically do that only even more. <laughs> great. Super joy. So yeah, that was great. Shall I tell you what I ended up playing that's topical? What is topical? Devil May Cry. Oh. I have played the PlayStation 3 version of that. Oh. The first two levels of it. Right. It's so good. I heard it was good. So good. That's the one that they were making like five minutes down from my house. Yes. That office. Yes, Ninja Fury in Cambridge. Yeah. Yes, it's, oh, it's, it's, yeah. Just from what I've played, the style is amazing. The... Sorry? The fans will stalk you. Yeah. <laughs> you told them where I, you live. I, I think they know where it's oh, right, okay. <laughs> Down the street in Cambridge. Yeah. 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 No, we've mentioned it several times. But um, yeah, <laughs> there have a couple of times we've gone on a form one about it. It's local knowledge. It's like, why are we talking about this? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, no, it's, it's, the execution of the combat is good fun. It's really well done. It's... Uh, for the, at least on the first two levels, it doesn't feel unfair at any point. Anything that you come across could have, you know, you feel like, oh, I could actually could have done something about that if you got hit, for instance. Um, incredibly satisfying. The the soundtrack uh, by Noisia and Combi Christ is brilliant. Like, really good. I, I don't have a bad thing to say about that game. You're going to play through it then? Um, as I, 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 it was only it wasn't it wasn't my copy, so I don't actually have it to continue. You're gonna get. But it. I, yeah, I'm tempted. Maybe. I'm tempted. Yeah, I, I, for sixty frames, goodness. Yes. Yeah, so I want have, frame rate. Surely you need your new video card if you're going to do that. No, no, no. Apparently, Devil Cry is very, very good at running on reasonable, reasonably crappy hardware. Mm. Like the, the scaling job. Well, the, partly because the, <laughs> yeah, the fidelity. They, they don't really. Really, you don't get much more fidelity than what you'd get out of the console versions. They haven't like made more graphics for the PC. It's just a, you know, by that logic, a straight port, I guess. But you get some some improved anti-aliasing because that's you know naturally what the PS3 is bad at is anti-aliasing, mm-hmm. and um, so you get some some more of that. And some of the lighting is apparently different in places. Um, I, I went into. The, I, I tried reading the comparison things because people were saying it's a big deal on PC about frame rates and stuff like that. But to be honest, I thought it was perfectly playable. Yeah, at, at 30. thirty on the consoles, they've done a, a pretty good job of making that not a problem. Um, so yeah, I, I really liked it. From what I've seen, I will hold back on a full yeah. explanation <laughs> until I play it properly. But holy crap, from what I've seen, it's really good. Hmm. Awesome. And <laughs> and you got more stuff, Zach? Yeah, probably. I played several other things. The other, I think the other main thing I played was I went back to Torchlight Two. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Um, yeah, really. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I well, it had the classic problem of like I can't even remember how I was specking these characters or what skills I wanted. Mm. And then, uh, but luckily, my main character well. It was when I tried to play play one of the other lower level characters because I obviously had a plan, but because at that point in the game I hadn't really put it, put very many skill points into anything, I didn't know what trees I was going down. Whereas with my main, it was like, oh, I'm already way down these trees, so I'm just going to put more points into those trees. Way down. But then I remembered the other thing. Well, I remembered one of the things that annoyed me about Torchlight Two pretty quickly, which was there's quite a lot of things which just seem to one shot you, and it's really annoying. Because I can be doing perfectly fine for ages. Admittedly, I have a slightly weird spec on my main character because I'm playing an engineer and my main defense is like 
a shield that you generate, oh, okay. which only lasts 30 seconds or absorbs a certain amount of damage. So every 30 seconds or as soon as it breaks, I have to be resetting it. Mm-hmm. And the strength of the shield is based on your charge meter, which in which is a thing in Torchlight 2 where every class gets charged from basically fighting. Mm-hmm. So, like, the more things I... The longer I've been fighting, the higher the charge bar I get to the engineer, and then you use it to power up your shield just so it lasts longer. And I also have a thing where... Occasionally, when I kill enemies, I just automatically get full charge. Okay, random chance. Yeah. So it's like my whole, basically, all my defense is based on that. So that you know that can go wrong, where it's just like, oh, I, an attack slipped through while my shield was down for that moment, and then I died. But there does still seem to be quite a lot of things where it's like, I'm pretty sure I had my shield up, and it just totally murdered me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the obvious, I said about it before, but there's a lot of. A lot of it is designed to, like, Borderlands 2, where you're meant to move more. Like, you can't just stand there and take it. <laughs> you actually have to dodge and see attacks coming and avoid them. But there just seems to be a lot of things where it's like, I thought I was doing perfectly fine, and now I'm dead. <laughs> Suddenly. Well, you get that in Guild Wars as well, to be fair. Well, maybe. You go into a situation and it's like, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, dude. Blat! <laughs> what the hell was that? Maybe. But it seems, it's just, I don't know. It's all right. But it just still... It annoys me when it's like... Because you don't want to die in Torchlight. You want to have that be a low stat. Mm-hmm. It, it would suck if it was a hardcore character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's like you don't really know what happened. That would be the worst. Yeah, so well, what happened? Oh, I just <laughs> lost the several hours of play. So yeah. Tens of hours, potentially. Yeah. And then... So I finished that. I finished Torchlight 2. I got to the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Which was... Kind of dumb and a bit anticlimactic, really. It was kind of dumb in the first game, I feel like. <laughs> well, sort of. At least it's sort of, like you had a story that built up to something. Because it talks like, too, you're chasing the alchemist and you're like, we got to stop him and we chase him and we chase him and then you just find him and then you fight him and then he dies and then you fight the actual boss, like immediately after, well, not immediately, but like a couple of floors later, here's the actual boss and then it's just like a big thing. <laughs> oh, the alchemist dies? Yeah. Oh. oh. He doesn't look anything like he what he used to no. as, well, as much as I remember anyway. So it's probably okay. But yeah, and then, then you unlock the ability to... It's like at that point, once you finish the game, you unlock the ability to use the maps, which are like the random levels, except they're not really. They're just like... like I guess they are made... They must be made out of the random bits again, but they're just like the levels you've already done. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's like the texture packs <laughs> of levels you've already been in. Just a new version of those dungeons. And maybe they have puzzles, I'm not sure. But they also have like global effects where it's like, in this dungeon you'll heal less or your pets will do oh, more okay. damage or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. But then also you can new game plus. But then that actually... It's like, you all the way to the end of the game, it's like you have these two people you talk to. It's like, new game plus one and map dungeon person. And, you, and so I went and did one of the map dungeons and I was like, yep, yeah, that's a level 50 dungeon because I'm level 50 and I bought a level 50 map and it makes sense. And then I like, okay, let's do the new game plus. And then that, it's like, okay, it sets you back to the start of the game, but then you can't do the maps any longer. <laughs> it's like, you can only do the map thing once you get no. all the way to the end of the game. Do they not have those endless, that endless dungeon? Like, no, well, or maybe they do. Maybe at the end of New Game Plus, there's like the endless thing, an uh, actually endless thing. But I guess the maps are sort of the replacement to that now, perhaps, sort of, because they're a lot more. It's not like you randomly find them any longer. You just 
buy them off the dude next to the map gate and they tell you like what level range they are and what type of map it is and all the abilities and stuff just right there but yeah that was kind of weird so I started New Game Plus and I'm not sure if I'll play more of that I don't know it kind of sucks to play New Game Plus as well because you lose the you lose some abilities of like NPCs it's like when you start the game again, you don't have the NPCs that can remove the gems out of your arm. Oh, I see, because they appear at a certain story. Yeah, because you yeah. you get them through the story. And, of course, I had all my all the gems in my arm set up for the last levels, where it's like, okay, I need all fire and electric resistance. And then, of course, in the first dungeon of the game, you need all ice resistance. It's like, well, now I can't take these, arms, take these gems out of my arm, so I'm kind of boned. <laughs> I suppose, do would you have that stuff at the start of your first game anyway? No, not really, but now it's all scaled to level 50. <laughs> so I haven't, I'm going to be taking more damage or whatever. I don't know. I was kind of excited about Torchlight 2 at one point, but. You don't have I, time to play it. There's that. And, yeah. <laughs> got other things to play. And, just, and that are similar as well. Like Guild Wars. I've put nearly 40 hours into XCOM in the last month. Yeah. Which is pretty good for me. Yeah. In terms of timing, but. But you've got Guild Wars. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. Should probably do more. Of that. <laughs> rather play that co-op than uh, Torchlight Two. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, when I, I was I, saying Torchlight Two, I was like, I kind of want to play this with someone that would make yeah, it actually I, more fun. I thought it might be fun co-op. I was thinking, you know, but then you might as well play Kill Wars, really. Does so. it support up to three co-op? Supports up to yeah, I'm, yes. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> I'm pretty sure it does, but I'm not so sure what could. the actual limit is. Mm. <laughs> I think it might be six mm. for some reason. So, so Choose a random number. Magica. Let's play Magica. <laughs> yeah, there's that as well. Although, actually, the reason we don't play Magica is because its netcode is so bad <laughs> that every time we play it, we're like, Jesus Christ, this is terrible. Well, we haven't tried it on my fiver yet. <laughs> yeah, but it was so terrible. It was, like, worse than dial off on your normal broadband. Isn't that true? So maybe it'll be, like, how normal broadband is. <laughs> maybe. Because, it, you know, when we play Borderlands 2, which is something else, I guess, we play periodically. Yeah. Nothing really to say Still. about it. Um, it's, um, you know, the, 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 my, the fiber, me acting as a host seems to work pretty good. Yeah. Now. Well, like, it's like, now it's all on my connection, remember? I'm acting on <laughs> Yeah. And I still do, occasionally. But generally, it's a lot more stable. Cool. Or it looks a lot okay. more stable. You don't judder quite so much as yeah, you used to. Maybe. Borderlands. But yeah, we played some more Guild Wars as well, I guess. Well, I played some more Guild Wars more than Rob did. Well, I played once, didn't. Yeah. yeah. And I've been playing like, well, it's because now that the monthly, now that the daily rewards give you an actual reward, a new currency, as I said before, it's like mm. I'm playing it to do the dailies and maybe do the monthlies. I'm at two out of five dungeon completions. <laughs> I need to squeeze three more in the last five days of this month. Yeah, good luck. That yeah, shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> Just find a random group. And it, and also I've been making sure to, like, when I'm looking for group, I'm, like, looking for groups for stories because the explorables are so much harder. Mm. Just do the stories. Those are easy, relatively speaking. But, yeah, so I play quite a lot of that. and We it, played Left 4 Dead. All three of us. <laughs> yeah, I guess we did. Yeah. Left 4 Dead 2. That was all right. I somehow managed to survive. Yeah, you're the only fucked. one that survived. Yeah, the <laughs> you just ran for the chopper and the rest of us all lying on the floor. Well, uh, well, I didn't mean to leave you guys, but like, I thought there was a health pack on the stage because I deliberately oh, okay, left right, it yeah. there because I thought, well, should I pick this up or not? And I left it not knowing what, but the, not knowing. So I was going back to the stage thinking that's the only place where there's a bloody health kit left. <laughs> and then there was nothing there. And then I just circled around and went up on the helicopter because I was confused about what the hell was going on. <laughs> But it's kind of, I, I, 
I almost think that, that you know when you get going back to Left 4 Dead 2 after a rather long hiatus is all right. No, I mean, like, I, yeah, I'm not sure I could play many rounds of that. It's not as good as the first, I'm sure. Uh, it's yeah, strangely doesn't appeal as much, does it? No, or maybe it was something about the awkwardness of the Xbox setup, or um, yeah, that, that raised cool. some tension there somewhere, or. Oh, that was cool. all being in the same room is awesome. We suck more on the Xbox, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a good setup with the lights down and stuff. Two volunteers. Mm. It was cool. Anyway, yep. I played a bit more Kotor too. Mm. Woo, woo! The story is progressing. Slight spoilers. It's like it's doing a kind of weird because it's already been doing this thing where it shows you stuff that your character can't know is happening. Like it sometimes shows you scenes. No, your right, character okay. isn't there. So it's done that again. But now we've met some Jedis and stuff, and the Jedi woman is, like, super pissed off with me, typically, for stuff that I had no control over because it was stuff my character did in the past. Oh, okay. And you get flashbacks yeah. to what happened in the past, and, like, you're, it's like a hearing at the Jedi Council where you're going to be chucked out because you, cause you did X, Y, Z, whatever. <laughs> and you can interact. God, she was happy with me. <laughs> like, you can kind of interact in that you can justify in different ways what you did but of course you can't change what you did mm. so like depending on your like alignment you can give different reasons for why you like went to war oh, but you can't change the fact you went to war because your character went to war in the past you yeah. can't change it so it's kind of weird you've got no agency over what happened but you can kind of change in the past how you justify what you did so it forces you to justify something that you you had no control over doing I suppose you, you could come out this to, you could still do that and come out well, I was the hero of this scenario. Yeah. It's like or or I just, yeah. I just did it for the shits. Exactly. Either way. Yeah, you get that choice. Or for the shits. You can say, I did it for the shits, or you could say, I did it to be noble and shit and uh <laughs> it's gonna evolve shit somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh yeah, it was kind of interesting. Uh so it continues to be intriguing and with and it continues to have really bad environment design. Mm. Like boring and not very It doesn't look very interesting. No. But the story is continues to be intriguing. So I should I should continue with that. Indeed. Is that it? Did you have more know? Zeg? Uh it, well, play a bit more Far Cry three. I've got all the outposts on the first island kind of hmm. sorted, so I'm gonna do a bit more story but probably before next time. Whoop whoop. I was trying to remember if there was anything else in particular. Oh, I played quite a fair bit more Planet Side 2. Oh, yeah. Just because I was trying to, I don't know, <laughs> see if there was any any more reason to. I mean, the, one of the things that was funny about it was, like, you you actually gain certification points over time, even when you're not playing. Right. So I came back and was like, oh, I've got some more certs. <laughs> I can actually spend them on actually something useful, maybe. Cool. Although I didn't really. I was like, I've got 200 cert points, which is enough to buy one of the more important upgrades. Like, I could actually buy the buy one of the special medic abilities, like the medic grenade or the medic or the revive grenade. Actually, I think the revive grenade costs 400. But it's like 200 is not enough for a gun. Mm-hmm. It's like those are a 1,000 or well, the cheap ones are like 500 or something. So I was like, well, I, I actually don't guess I don't want to spend this. I'll just keep saving it. Mm-hmm. So then, then when I played for a while, I was like, oh, I've actually earned like 30 certain points tonight. And that's enough to buy a scope. So it's like, I don't feel so bad. I, I was like, I'll keep my total over 200, but I'll buy a scope. So I bought, well, I already had a, a two times scope that I'd had before. Cause that's actually pretty, that's actually a pretty good scope, I, I think. Cause it's a reflex. So it's not, not like a full scope. Which makes it quite nice for slight amounts of zoom and quick. 
But then I then I also was like, maybe I should buy the night vision scope and see what that's like. Because when it gets dark in that game, it gets fucking dark. <laughs> but then, of course, it's a night vision scope, so it's only one time. It's no zoom. It's just right. like night vision. Mm-hmm. And then, and it, it is like night vision because, as in, it only goes like fifty feet and then it stops. Right. <laughs> so it's not actually very useful for the way I play. And also, the fact that it is the game's kind of long range anyway. To be fair. Well, yeah, and but it's also the fact that it's like it is a scope, and you have to like pull it up, and while you're looking for it, you walk slowly, and, <laughs> and I don't think that's as useful as it should be. No. But yeah, so I played some more of that and and tried to follow the main mass of people. I always get bogged down in that game with like, I'll, I'll start the game up and I'll be like, okay, where's the fight? And then I'll try and find like a squad or like the, where the main mass of people is at the moment. And I'll go there and I'll be like, okay, we're, go, we're going forward and we're going, to, we're going to this place and then we capture the place and then we and then everyone leaves. And I never quite catch people. It's like, I'm thinking, okay, like, I should jump in one of these vehicles that are driving past as they're all leaving. And then I don't. And then I get distracted because there's always, like, a single squad of enemies that are still lurking around and they're, like, picking people off and then and it's like, oh, no, if, I, if, if someone doesn't kill these guys, they're just going to come back in here and cam it again. So I always get distracted, like, hanging around at a base and be like, there's still a couple of dudes somewhere around here. I can hear them. <laughs> and then the whole rest of the force bugs off somewhere and then, I, and then I'm like, oh, shit. I'm in trouble here. I kind of need a ride. Because mm. I never like to spawn vehicles for some reason, even though I really should. Just, just spawn those, like, buggies. I do that sometimes. Uh, the other... I don't know. That game's... It's I. It's too easy to get distracted by defending, and defending isn't really worth the effort. It's like, I'll see a flashing area on the map, and it's like, oh, I can see by the flashing area on the map, here comes the main enemy force, and it looks like I should go there, because they're going to be there in a minute, and then I can defend. And then I go there, and it's like, well, that attack never materialises yeah, for some reason. We've done, done that plenty of times. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they, they've improved the map, haven't they? For, yeah, so to aid that, somewhat. I mean, yeah, actually, it's sort of improving incrementally. But they've the first couple of patches they've done is like now the hotspots show up better, and it shows like which teams are actually fighting in the hotspots, and you can see the hotspots on the other continents because oh, okay, cool. you used to not even be able to do that. But apparently, the next upgrade is to make it so that the spawn map has all that information as well because that always sucked when you were spawning and you didn't actually have the same information so you could tell where the fights were so you didn't know if you were about to drop on directly into a whole pile of enemies. <laughs> yeah. Probably still does that when you first create a character. Yeah, probably. Hey guys, have a fight. I'm like, what? <laughs> but the other thing that I has been weird about is I saw, it was kind of weird, I saw someone talking about it on a forum where it's like, oh, this, this fucking fight... And I was like, well, yeah, uh, I don't know why I read that. And it didn't really have any significance to me. But then when I went into the game, there's this one specific base in this, in one of the continents. It's not even one of the big bases. It's just like a small outpost, but it's like, it's a small outpost on top of a really tall hill, mm. like a vertical, like cliffs and shit. And that base is fucking impossible to assault. And. Everyone constantly fights there. It's like all day, every day, everyone is just fighting over that one point, and that's the only hotspot in this entire continent, and everywhere else is just like stealth squads <laughs> taking everything else behind them. It's just like this one goddamn place that's impossible to attack. Sounds like my kind of place. But it sucks, it's like, it's really, it's not actually a good fight, because all it actually is is just like, because of the height difference, 
It's like vehicles below can't shoot up, and so people are just rocketing them from above, and there's no real paths up there because there's only like one road that spirals around this cliff. But it's really dumb. <laughs> it's like the never-ending fight. Every time you go there, it's so always that one a fight. bigger version of the, the Spire on Badlands. <laughs> no. Because the Spire on Badlands has a lot, is a lot smaller for a start. <laughs> well, yeah. But it sucks. I hate that bit of level. It's fine. I think it's all right. Badlands. Rocket yeah. jump class now. Badlands. But it's like, it kind of, it's, that bit in Planetside does kind of suck because it's like, it just draws everyone in. And it's like, this would be much more fun if we maybe we were fighting over things we could actually capture and like in more interesting, not the same bit of level over and over. Mm. <laughs> and it sucks the population of the world in. We're going to wrap this up. Yeah, apparently. Looks like we're out of time on the sackcast. Pizza time. Pizza oh, time. Oh, I'm getting hungry. I'm so hungry. Right. Okay. Thanks for joining us up for our PS4 reveal podcast plus <laughs> extra plenty of games we've been playing and weird dreams apparently a weird dream cast woo therapy session like a dream cast one of the best names for a cast <laughs> links in with our I, I discussion was, I wasn't complaining about dream cast name indeed it's an excellent so uh, we'll join you again for um, more <laughs> more talking more. about games next time <laughs> probably more on the PS4 I wouldn't be surprised join us for more of more indeed SimCity next time Oh, yeah, Ooh, SimCity. So catch us for SimCity next time. Bye. The hippies dancing happily in the first house will ignore you as you are taken to the grim second house. <laughs> <laughs>